if there's anyone out there that has never said something that they wish they could take back. If you're out there, please pick up that stone and throw it so hard in my head that it kills me. Please. That ain't what I say. So, do I do this intro thing? Because you know it's been a while. Do your intro, even though it's been a while. So, everyone, welcome back to That Ain't What I Said podcast. We're in the year of uh, 2021. Oh, 2020, the sequel. The sequel. 2020, the sequel. Excuse me. We made it somewhat out the fire. Um, We made it. Two years, almost, since we... uh, We made it. We still here. Since we did this thing or whatever, I see y'all still out there finding the page and listening to our episodes. Like, you know, our last episode got 138 listens. We are going <laughs> to get our numbers back up. It's all right. Yeah. We need, In the name got, of Jesus. Got to find it. Find that niche 138 again. people know my business, but that's all right. It's cute. We <laughs> you finna know all the you business know. now. All right. <laughs> you know, I think they knew all our business because we all sound hurt with all them episodes. We be talking about stuff just like we was going through. Or something. Yeah, we definitely going through now. But we on right the up and up. We we are on the up and up. So okay. So we all kind of strategize and talk about and talked about 2020. So I gotta ask y'all, this is the first icebreaker of it all. If you can sum up 2020 in just three words, <laughs> your 2020. It could be your 2020, it could be the chaotic ish that went on. What would your three words be? Oh, only your three words? That's the hardest thing about it is you got to sum it up. Hey, it wasn't supposed to be easy. I, had, I didn't have three words. I had a scenario like you can, you can imagine this. Then that's what my 2020 was I like. mean, we all know it's crazy. It's been like, three it's words. been crazy like, for everybody. But I'm just saying three words. Floor. Imagine you have a clean house, clean floor. And every time you take a step, you hit a leg on your foot. Like that, that just, that's how you that's the scenario. Like, this is a scenario, like, it's just painful, it's just unnecessary crap. Yeah, unnecessary. When you think you're just good and you, you got everything, you know what? That's about unnecessary, word. Crap. unnecessary, unnecessary okay. crap. Okay, Un- so unnecessary I mean, was one for me. Two more words, hit me with two more words. One word, um, childhood. <laughs> he said childish, I said motivating. <laughs> okay, for you, motivating, and. Uh, all right. Um, I say a little wisdom. I guess yeah. more uh, self reflection. Self reflection. Yeah. Well, let me think about Martin. Um, I would definitely say grateful, gratitude, basically. Okay. Um, chaotic. And I don't know if this is a word. I guess it's more so of a phrase, but I'm going to make it a word because we make it a word. It's WTF. What the fuck? Basically. That's in my That's how I got it from the. Mean shoot. Come on. WTF is probably the theme of 2020. I think it is for everybody because you know when you are when it was already enough going on and it's like something else happened. It was like a domino effect, basically. It's like you remember. I don't know if you do Ken or if you do Giants, but like I don't know. It's it was a 
a show or like a commercial or something where they had all the dominoes just stacked up and lined in a row. And then the little boy just knocked it and it all just went down. It was like a lot of them. And how they just like, all the dominoes just started like knocking down and you just watched them fall like in a pattern. Like everything just went. And that's basically how I felt like it was because the first kickoff was Kobe. Oh, Kobe. That was the first kickoff because everybody pretty much was living a normal life for the first couple of weeks. That's when it said, like, nobody, like, I see people because I see people's memories and stuff. They had been traveling. Some of them were, like, outside at brunch, like, doing the normal stuff. And, and everybody you, felt like they lost a family member. Well, Kobe, yeah. And then now you see me, see people like, oh my God, that's when outside was, you know, outside. And then it gets to the January 26th, and you're like, mm. like, what the heck? <laughs> So let me ask y'all this. So if we was able to go back in time and say, Kobe, do you Kobe, do you think that COVID would have never happened? Do you think Kobe's death is what caused COVID nineteen? No. No. Never mind yeah. I think it would have it, it would have been it would have manifested itself in some form of way. And it That's was just crazy that it was just crazy that it even happened. And I just listened to the people say the reason why he started taking the helicopter is you know, to get to the places faster because of the traffic. Mm-hmm. So it's like just that one day, and it's just like I just kind of want to know, like, what was he thinking? Especially when they knew it was going down. So just the moment of when you see stuff about to happen, and you know it's out of your control. Like the helplessness. It's like, and then of course, you know, him being the type of dad he was, you got your child with you. So now it's like, do you fear or do you put on brave face because you, you're sitting with your child? Mm-hmm. It happened. Mm. Oh, it was crazy, Billy. That, that just sounds like. His wife is strong I, as heck. Man, what? Like, like, how helpless do you feel like when you know that, like, you're a dad and you're ta- you're like your job as a father is to just l- always look out for your child and it's like in that moment of time you like there's nothing you can do nothing nothing just... at all like man. Mm-hmm. and then you know too that also goes to say for the other father that was on there with his daughters right mm-hmm. all of them it's like, like all of them just kind of was like I just want to know just at that moment like everybody's thoughts just like dying like is it like what's about to happen? Like, is this? Do you get a premonition? Do you get? Because some people say they get a premonition, they get a feeling. Feeling mm-hmm. when Good they feeling. feel like they're about to, you know, transition. Yeah. Because um, before you ask them, they talk about they talked about you know how Nipsey Hussle mama was saying how he started to do certain things in the coming weeks before it happened. Um, they weren't too too. Too much out of the norm, but it's just like kind of he went out of his way, knowing how busy he was to make sure that he had moments with his family. So it's kind of like, when do you get that mm. that gut mm. feeling? Because you know they were saying that he was like stopping by his grandma house like every morning, bringing her green juice, like making sure he was spending time with her. You know, making sure he was spending time with all the kids, and you know, Lauren out. It's just, just kind of doing time more. Where he just felt like. I don't know. Maybe it's like when you feel like it's about to happen. So it feels like things are too peaceful. I guess, like if you know, like I guess you know, like something's about to happen when things get too quiet. Yeah. Like 
Like I don't I won't say too quiet. Like I mean he's a busy man and I'm pretty sure Nipsey had a lot going on. But I guess yeah. like like I guess like if it's just his mind went quiet, I guess per se. I don't I don't know. Like like his inner peace was kinda disturbed. I don't know. But that was a crazy one. We still was kinda dealing with that. Just I didn't realize all the stuff that he did for people and how much he put people on and what he did behind the scenes. You always find out that behind the scene, behind the scenes stuff. Right? It's all over. Like, like when Chadwick, just, like when he died, I didn't even know he was married. I didn't know he had a wife. Mm-hmm, I knew he had a wife. She been with him for a long before time. The, like right before. That's mm. crazy. And then, then imagine how when she that pregnant, one hurt me. Yeah, she she's supposed to. So let's talk about that. Because that one hurt me. I want to talk about the people who. I want to talk about the people who criticized him when he when he put when he was doing the Jackie Robinson. Um, I guess it was like Jackie Robinson Day or something like that. He was saying something, and you could tell by his face that you know he was ridiculously slim. His comments. And I think somebody said he had to turn his comments out. And I think he deleted that video as well. Because it's not on there on his page anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you got all these people now all of a sudden. Breaking down. Being like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, I didn't know. It's like, you got to kind of watch what you say to people. Like, don't be dicks. Like, the um, the movie. Whatever movie he did on Netflix. With one of the older actors. You know, and the actor was talking about. You know, after he passed, oh. how he felt bad. Because he thought he was more so of a prima donna because wife was on the set you know people on the set were like massaging his arms and kind of catering to him or whatever and so he felt like he was being like a prima donna and then he just felt so bad not realizing that you know this man was sick yeah and to do all those Mm -hmm. movies in the midst of that like it's movies that it's the movies that we know of that are like the 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 biographies and him like you know killing the people that he's Playing, but there's so many other movies that like you just pop up when you're going through random streaming services, and you be like, Dang, I didn't know he was in this. Like, I know and there it, was it'll a, be around the time, but man, it was like an interview he did where, um, they was talking about Black Panther and like the future of his character, and like what's what, and like they was asking, like What can we look forward to for you know the upcoming movies and stuff like that? Like, I think it was after he got like, I think after Black Panther disappeared in Infinity War or something like that. And they, mm-hmm. they asked him like, yeah, "What can we look for for Endgame and stuff like that?" He said, "I'm dead. I can't tell you. I'm dead." And and like everybody was knowing, like, "No, you're not really dead. Your character is not dead. Like you're pretty much coming back in the next movie. We all know that for sure." And he just kept saying, "I'm dead. I'm 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 dead." And like and people was like looking deeper into what he was saying. And I'm just like, maybe it's something deeper. With, like, is he telling us like he's not going to be around much longer? That's crazy or? that he. Mm-hmm. That's. Crazy. And he put in so much work that he wanted his work to outlive him. So how do y'all feel about Screech, though? What about that man? Screech, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just don't like it. He had stage four cancer and they caught it late, you know. Yeah. They caught it so late, but, you know, that's, we got it, you know. We got to get checked, too. The depressing 2020, because... We got to get checked, too, fellas, for stuff. Yeah, 2020. Man. 
be proactive about everything. Man, man, this Oh, so, okay. Remember what you was doing right when everything shut down, like right when it was about to get real. Mm-hmm. What was I doing? I was going to work. That's all I can really remember. Yeah. Going to work. Oh, I had uh, when we got shut down. I was like, uh, I had did my first. Uh, I was getting back into the swing of leading Zumba classes, and I had led a, a Zumba event, and I was getting right back into the swing of. You know, going into the front of class and leading up class for about 30 minutes. And as soon as COVID hit, they just shut everything down for me. So this is what I remember. Oh, it was right before Cali's spring, well, spring break. It was literally like mm-hmm. the week of. So then it was crazy that... You know, I was being told that we need to like go to the store because they buying up stuff. Like they said, it's about to get crazy. Not to cut you off, but what was the deal with toilet paper? Because part of COVID, part of the beginning stages of COVID, because they felt like it. No, part no health reasons. Part of the beginning, the part of the things that you were dealing with when you went through COVID is that you had a lot of bowel movement. That's something that was an actual. A lot of people. That was something that a lot was of people had diarrhea. Now that's, mm-hmm. and I understand yeah, that. That's something I the same found time, out later. You don't need that much dog on tissue. You don't need that much. You don't need that much dog on tissue. But you know what was crazy though? So many people were too busy buying toilet paper that they left the vitamin out alone. Well, exactly. nobody grabbing vitamins. Exactly. But see, I was taking vitamins regularly. So before COVID, so. We were taking vitamins regularly too, but as far as like the elderberry and the extra stuff that we do now, mm-hmm. we weren't doing that. Like I can tell you, I wasn't taking more calcium. I was just taking what was already in the vitamins. Oh. So now I'm taking calcium, elderberry, magnesium. Need a pill counter. The little pill, the little pill things that you got Monday too. I need one of them. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. It's crazy. They was buying up the wrong things. Couldn't find no dog. Well, they would buy up Lysol, which was good. But like, damn, you don't need a much damn Lysol. Man, they still harboring the Lysol. Exactly. Still got it in the back back rooms. And, and I then, I ain't, then I swear, like, that's when all the videos came out to about how to make your own Lysol. And then when you try to go get to make your own uh, disinfectant wipes, all them materials gone, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, when? about them people stealing the baby wipes from the babies and they getting rashes because they need sensitive wipes and y'all done took all the sensitive wipes. You exactly. can't flush them down the toilet. Like, what's wrong with you? Doggone Karens. <laughs> oh, let's not get started on those who don't like to wear masks. Send me the main ones. <laughs> I have a I have condition. I have, I have a condition. <laughs> and my condition says that I can come in this store without a mask. My condition says I have a right to breathe uh, O2, not CO2. Thank you. It's like, lady, you finna go to the store. Can I pick up your groceries and get back in the car? Pull it down when you're in the car. Let's talk about the people. I know y'all not crazy enough to wear y'all masks while y'all driving in the car by yourself. Hell no. <laughs> Do you know how many people I see in Texas doing oh, I've seen that? A couple people down here doing that, miss. They are literally in the ha- like in the car by themselves and it be up. Positioned properly. Oh, I'm like, Uber driver. 
No, I can understand Lyft or Uber drivers, but you know, that's like right in the front of the car. It'll be like Lyft or Uber. Oh, These yeah, are no, like no. normal people. And you pull it up beside them and they got, and I'm like, is nobody else in the car with you? I cannot Take wear down. my hands like that. I just cannot. And I, I have to say. I, I can barely breathe. Barely breathe. I, that's why I'm kind of scared to go into the gym because I got to wear a mask. But I'm like... Ooh. I'm let trying to me, go to the gym, and I know how I, I know how I move around in the gym. Let so me tell I you know. right now, I've been going to Planet Fitness for about two weeks now. They ain't been wearing a mask in there. They wear masks on their way. They come in wearing masks, but they take the mugs off when they start working out. I know, I know That's they crazy. do. Crazy. Now, when I'm on the treadmill, I pull my nose, pull with mine down just a little bit so I can breathe through my nose. But mm-hmm. I'll do that for a little bit, and then I cover myself right back up. Right. I had to switch from the cloth ones to the disposables. Like I went on Amazon and got like the black ones, disposable ones, because the cloth ones were killing me. Like I don't know how the kids do it at school. Like Kelly Kelly is so used to it. Like when she get in the car, she be trying to talk to me and she got the mask on. I'll be like, pull your mask down. I can't stand for long periods of time with the mask on. Like the disposable ones are easier to breathe in, but even then you just be like, Jesus. I pray for the people that wear glasses and have to wear masks. That's me. They fog up. They Mine, fog my glasses up. fog up every mm-hmm. freaking time. And I have to sit up here and take my glasses off, but then I have to put them on sometimes when I can't, you know, when I can't see and see things in the store. I'm just right. like trying and to read labels and uh, I'm trying to read yeah. labels with the mask on and it's fogging up and I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. They said they had came out with like a mask that you can, I know it says like a spray that you can buy now that you can spray on your glasses. And when you wear your mask, it won't fog up, which is mm-hmm. good. But man, it's just we wasn't we wasn't we all weren't ready for this. Nobody was. Nobody was ready for this because it was so funny. Because literally, like she went to school for spring break and never came back. They just kept pushing the days back. They just kept pushing it back. That's not funny, but it's funny. And they just kept pushing it back. It was like it's something like, you know this school district pushed it back to this. This school district pushed it back to this. Like what Judy went upstairs. Like Judy on Family Mamas went went upstairs and never came back. Wait, never, never came, came back. back down. That's Turned how it to was. a porn star. <laughs> That's hard. That's hard. Bless her heart. <laughs> but she That's still look heart. good though. She still look good. She do. She do. Man, That's how it was. It just this. That's how it was. That's perfect. We like just, just just never came back. Everybody had virtual everything. Now we man, me and Lexus did virtual uh uh pain with a twist. It was awkward Gosh. because it was just me and her and the teacher, but we thought more people was going to join. But other than I was tired people. of Zoom. Let me tell you, I was so tired of getting on Zoom. I got on Zoom on the freaking cell phone, Zoom on the iPad, Zoom on the computer. Like, you see, I wanted to do that with my other friends, but it just ain't the same. I just can't, you know, with my friends, I, it's, it's okay, but I need to be there, you know, see y'all and exactly. touch and stuff. So I didn't want to get, you know, I didn't want to keep doing the phone stuff because that will make my anxiety even worse. So I'm just like, no, I just tell them, I, you know, I'm thinking about y'all. Can't wait till we meet up, but I can't do the phone stuff. You know, it was bad for me because I, I was ready. I was missing Monroe. I mean, I was missing Monroe. Like, you I was missing like, I Monroe. Need, Look, I was like, missing, I need. you missing this place, Lord. I was like, I need Bless a change of scenery. We miss <laughs> you, but don't miss Monroe. That's okay. how bad it was. Like, I needed a change of scenery because we were literally only, like, going to Target in the grocery store. And it was like. It was, was like, do, down here. do you feel like even getting. And then, baby, let me. I, I didn't want to know about 3,000 of. Uh, 
graphic tees and 18,000 pairs of sweats. And I had the question, do I want to dress up to go to the grocery store today? Because this is all I wear is loungewear. Mm-hmm. I completely redid my closet and ended up looking in my closet. I'm like, I don't, I, I still to this day have not worn half of the stuff I have in my closet. It's been ye- a, a whole year and a half. All I wear now is basketball shorts and like, like Amy said, the tees. That's it. T-shirts. That's all t-shirts. I wear. I mean, I have sat here and had spent time organizing my game room, but other than that, ain't nothing else to do. But everybody didn't organize because I, I bought so much like I bought like cube with those little cube <laughs> things to put bless you those little cube things to put in the shit the cube shelves I bought them mm-hmm, for organization I, I bought I bought everything yeah, just to keep the, us that was a year that I think didn't wait didn't Jeff uh, Bezos get a, over a million become the richest man in America <laughs> during mm-hmm. the pandemic yep <laughs> off of people ordering shit off online. of people ordering stuff bro it was and it was me it, and it took me a while and, and then he just sold the company and then now he done stepped down he done made his money I promise you I, I yeah. stopped I think I stopped my last order was uh December my last order was December 26th that's when I put my last order in for. I ain't bought nothing else from Amazon since. Dude, I just ordered some candy the other day for Amazon. I ain't ordered nothing. A little braid candy on fruit shoes. I, I ordered some. Uh, uh-huh. I ordered some head wraps, <laughs> and then Callie ordered. Uh, she got a late Christmas cash app, so she ordered a whole bunch of toys and hoops. I don't. I not I not became an Amazon junkie. I wasn't on the Amazon tip, but during the quarantine, it was either Target drive up or Amazon. <laughs> I say this. Thank God for me being a student and and having that that student discount on Amazon Prime. Oh yeah, I appreciate you, Amazon, for that 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 six ninety nine. If you want to sponsor me, I mean us, uh, me. um, (laughs) Hopefully, we'll tell you about the blessings and um. So you know, remember Ken? Like when I was down there with y'all, I had food stamps. It was like eighty one dollars for Louisiana, right? Mm -hmm. So I got food stamps here. So of course, I make. More money than I did there, cause I, and then you know we don't have state tax here, man. So the lady, when I did the food stamp interview and stuff, this is like in July. The lady was like, "I'm so embarrassed because you only qualify for sixteen dollars." And I'm just like, mm, "Whatever, I'll take it." So I knew the card was coming in the mail, and I didn't, cause you know, okay. So let me pause this story. So I remember when they was giving the kids like the uh, EBT stuff for school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Why was it only one time? I didn't know that it was just like for one time. So they gave two hundred eighty-five dollars, what was supposed to be for a summer. Now you know kids eat two hundred eighty-five dollars up one grocery in one trip. week. So I was like, "What the heck?" So when I found that out, that's when I tried to see if I can get that. Anyway, so she told me I was only getting sixteen dollars. I was just like, "Okay, you know, I'll deal with it. We'll just let it build up." So the card had came, and I never activated because I'm like, "It's sixteen dollars. I'll just let it, you know." Get a little bit. Why I pulled up my account? That thing said three hundred and fifty-five dollars. Ooh, we go to the store. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I was getting three hundred and fifty-five dollars from July until recently. I got my raise. I know they're gonna be like, "Hell no!" It was like denied. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was getting three hundred and fifty-five dollars a month. Lubu, you have enough money now to support yourself. You don't need our coins anymore. Thank you. Shit, I still need them. <laughs> we always can me, deal with more. Yeah. Right? 
They said denied on that ass. I was like, God damn. Still wait on that fourteen hundred dollars from Biden. Doggone it. Oh, it's good. The good news. I heard we might get it. Yeah, we getting it. it when? Uh, when? 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 We it passed. Uh, it passed uh, today. Yeah. The house it or the, the Senate? House. It passed the house. I okay. Think it was, uh, Kamala. No, I think it passed. No, I think it passed the house. The okay. Okay. So now I gotta get through the Senate, then we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah. Ooh. I, I look. I, hey. I know we talked about our setup already, but we need to record an album for real, because, man. Oh, my gosh. A mixtape. We put it on SoundCloud. Something, because, man. We like, hey, it should be everybody comments, hey, I know, you know, check out my SoundCloud. Tell me if I'm a good artist or not. I hate them people in the comments. Mm-hmm. If you're a good artist, you don't need to ask me. Right. right. And you <laughs> let your talent show for yourself, and if it ain't showing for yourself, you got to ask some people to come listen. I feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. You gotta believe in your. You gotta believe in yourself. Believe in your craft. Ain't nobody else is gonna be believing. Craft singles. So let's mm. get a little juicy though. Like How was y'all love life during pandemics? Because you know, you know that some people who were stuck in the house with some people and realized that they really didn't like those people. <laughs> <laughs> love life, went. I'm gonna go last because I got some things to say. Oh come on! Mm-hmm. I, I love when you got tea. I love when it's piping hot. Now I'm gonna go last. That's why I say I'm gonna go last. So. But like, I'll go first. Let me say I ain't okay. got no damn love life. I don't have one. All my <laughs> friends out here talking about you should really like. I have one friend. She is killing it in the online love game. Like she been on the Facebook dating, and she been killing it. She um she moved to Arizona a little bit after I moved to Texas to switch like transfer jobs or whatever. Well, she got a, a promotion. And uh, she been killing it. She has been killing it. And I just feel like, I don't know, like she had came to Dallas a little bit right after everybody started to open back up because she was meeting her, uh, her mom, like her mom had her, uh, her kids and she was meeting her mom here as a halfway point, you know, so they can get back on the plane and go back to Arizona. And she had been on uh, the app called Black BLK. Ooh. And she was fine, and you know. Mm. So I had tried. I got on there, whatever. And like, cause I had me and uh, Kelly went to her hotel room. It wasn't too far from us. And we were talking about. She's like, you gotta try it. You gotta get on it. You know, this is an other. You can swipe, whatever. I gave it an hour. And I was conversating <laughs> with like two people, and I gave it an hour. And I said, Nah, I can't do this. And I just deleted the app. I said, I can't do it. So now, you know, Facebook got a dating feature. You can go on there. And she been killing it on, I said, like, you got a roster off of Facebook dating. And I'm intimidated. I don't, I'm scared because I watch too much sci-fi stuff and, oh, no. you know, be scared. criminal oh, no. stuff. I'm like, I need to know that your name is actually Joe and not John who going to put me in the basement when we get together. Like, I, I need to know. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> well, for myself, you know, I'm married, so. Yeah. <laughs> And booty every day. That's all I'm saying. That's all. You gotta throw that out there. We know you're married. Y'all mm-hmm. been married for a decade almost. Okay. Uh-oh. No, it has not been a decade. It feels it. like it. Okay. Like but you it. ain't gotta sit up here and just rub the air like Married. I forgot how long I've been married. It's just well, quarantine to do that to you. All it is is you know you're married you and that booty belong to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's yes. Weird. Yes. Man. Can't wait to get her nigga big old booty bouncing around. Boop, boop, boop. Stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I understand. 
So James, what you James? Get? I need I need Joe. What's your tea? <laughs> I'm still single, 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 single. But I'm like, I think 2020 really made me look at myself a lot when it came to my little life. Like, ugh, I hated it, but I had to go through it. Hated it. But, um, yeah, like, um, you know, I had to kind of take my power back. And, you know, people be talking about, you know, we got this thing in our community talking about power bottoms and stuff. So I had to kind of take that power part and put it back where it needs to be. Because I don't know what gay straight by, I don't care what y'all do. I don't know how y'all got these men set up. But I'm going to tell you one thing. There is no one side to a sexual situation. I got to get some satisfaction. And you got to get some, so you and you gonna give me first before I give you. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm taking that power back. So you Let know, me. I had a little, I had a little experience, and I had to start teaching these men that hmm. no, you are gonna please me first before I please you. Well, you know that is still like the same in a heterosexual relationship. You see some guys who just don't even ask; they, they just get them. They just get them, and I'm just like, hold on, where this come from? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, back in my back in my little twenties, you know, it was more of a you know, a, 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 an experience. So that is just laziness. In, 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 in heterosexual it's, men's defense, I'm gonna I'm pull a line for Bernie Mac. I got mine. You better get yours. I mean, but at the no. end of the day, now you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But that is true. That's how it is. I understand. That's really how it is nah. for some men, though. I'm just like. I now had to start literally teaching, and once I taught, they it took them a while to get it, but you know they getting it. Some of them getting it, and every now and then I have to teach them again. No, 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 no. So you know what the problem is though? People are lazy. They don't want to learn. Mm-mm. Cause like I had a, a like one of my friends, you know, she was dealing with somebody. He was a little bit younger. He was I'm not gonna say he wasn't inexperienced, but he just hadn't. No, he, I don't think he, it sounded like he ain't he experienced, but he ain't experienced. Yeah, he didn't tap it. He was sex was something that was uncomfortable for him because he he like felt he didn't last he didn't last long or he felt like he wasn't um I don't know, he felt like he just wasn't good at certain things and then also one of the let's just be honest. It is twenty twenty one. Who out here ain't Going below a down under under the sea on anybody who's not hey, doing. so he was one of the type of people he was like I, I don't like it I don't do so my friend was just like what like wait a minute yeah, he, he 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 wait he don't what 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 you yeah yeah he old is he he fifteen now he was like twenty six maybe oh my I'm twenty seven and I enjoy it what that let me show and see the thing is like when she was just like talking about it. You know, we were just kind of dissecting the issues, and she brought up something kind of like what James said. James said, you know, he had to take the power back and start teaching people. Well, that was a situation, too. He had been dealing with people who wasn't as vocal as she was about that because she enjoys it, and she loves it. So she's like, you know, I'm going to tell you what I don't like, what I do like. You know, I'm going to be vocal about it. We're going to talk about it. We're not going to mm-hmm. make it like a... An elephant in the room type topic. Yeah, and that's the problem with some relationships with people is like that's how they fail because of a lot of times sexually because you you sit here and you deal with stuff or you do this a certain way for so long 
And then you go out and be like, you're not satisfied. And you go cheat instead of just saying, hey, work with me on this. Okay, this mm-hmm. is, I like this. I like that. Touch me there. Don't touch me that. Like, come on. Like, it's, it's like you said, it's 2021. We grown. We know how to communicate. You ain't got to go out and seek other people for shit when you know you can just tell me what you need. Right. It's, it's his thoughts taboo. Like, we can't communicate about that. It's like, I think it's something that you shouldn't bring up on the first date. But no, you know, as time date. goes on, if you're talking and you feel something or some sort of connection outside of that, then it's going to have to be a conversation that comes up. And you're going to have to just be honest about what you tried, what you haven't tried, or whatever your other experiences. But then you got lazy people who F lazy people. Mm-hmm. And then you get to somebody who ain't lazy. And now you're like, well. Yep. Shit. Because I promise you, all the, all the dudes that I had to deal with, they was like, well, I ain't never, I just been, I ain't really had to do nothing. Like, you the first person that really told me that, you know, put me in a, put them in a position. I was the first person to put them in a position where they had to do the work first. And they had to do something in order to get something back. And it was always about one side. I say, Let's just be frank. I'm going to be honest with my listeners. Yes, I like to do, you know, like to have sex and, and you know, the, the sucking and the fucking and the whatever. But there's more to my experience than that. That really don't do, you know, that's like the sucking and the fucking, that's just vanilla for me, as we say it in our community. I don't like that. It's too plain. I need more. I need more of an experience, emotions, you know. Uh, lick, you know, licking something, you know, like the foreplay, the foreplay, the foreplay, and the intimacy. I need yeah. that intimacy. Whether we hooking up for, whether you hooking up, and as soon as you nut, you get out the door or not, I still need that whole experience. If you ain't down with that, you ain't coming through that motherfucking door. Mm. Intimacy does play a big part, and people don't understand that too. Like, you got to put work into having it's an experience that's really what it is it's an experience yeah. like you said even if it is even if i only know your last name and your eyes are green right it's an mm-hmm. experience well, you know the eyes are green you gotta be <laughs> ain't no nigga. black person i know eyes are green it's some black people with green eyes don't do that no. you know this melanin you, comes we you, get you like that vanilla don't you Mm-hmm. I know. Like oh, that, that's another t- subject I want to get on. And James, I want you to tap in on it. Okay, but anyway, um, it's an experience though, and like you gotta, you gotta care, or you everybody gotta play a part in it, or it's gonna be mm-hmm. the waste of time. Like you wasting my time. So that's why, and I'm kind of like, okay, so you coming to me, and you know, I had to start, you know, and 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 just being honest with the listeners. I had self-esteem issues, didn't know I had them, didn't know how to unlock them. Once I, once you learn how to unlock your self-esteem and know your self-worth, you start to, like, I don't give a fuck attitude towards everybody. And it's like, you mm-hmm. kind of get empowered to start asking those questions mentally. And I'll be asking somebody straight up, do you like what you see? If you don't, tell me now. And if you don't, guess what? They'll go to the door. And, and you know, you have less to kind of, you know, COVID kind of let me know that I can say that. I empowered me enough that I can say those things, that I can resist mm-hmm. somebody walking through my door if they didn't like what they see. A lot of people ain't got there yet, and a lot of people still struggling through that. Um, but I got to that point where I could just say, uh, no, this ain't going to work. I don't care if I'm rock hard and my ass is leaking. 
fuck no. If you ain't into this, you ain't getting it. Nope. Point blank in the period. I mean, that's the point of having that experience. Like you said, just, you have to agree on that kind of stuff. Like if you want it, mm-hmm. sign it on the dotted line. If you don't want it, just because you want me to, and it'd be like, well, I just want you to suck it or I want to hit that ass. I say, no, nah, bro. If that's all you want, get out. Because <laughs> that ain't. It made me learn the power no without no explanation. Right. So if you can't do X, no, no. 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 And I'm not going to feel bad. Because me, like, I'm a detailed person. I feel like sometimes I over explain. But, like, mm-hmm. I just got to the point where I'm like, no. Because you're going to eat and you're going to suck, you're going to lick, you're going to do all this before I even touch you. Is a, is a big fat no? Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but that's like, like I agree. I love foreplay. Like, that's just, it's fun. Like, if you don't find yeah. that fun, like, in that, that that intimacy, if you don't find that fun, something wrong. If you ready to just get straight to fucking, come on, man. That's, mm-hmm. that's childish. Like, that's middle school. That's not, well, not middle school. They doing the middle school. That's wrong. But, like, come on. That's just. I mean, they are. I think it's too many people watching those. Uh, 15 second trailers on OnlyFans and, and Pornhub and getting yeah. that little idea of what sex is and not really understanding that it's way more than what you see in that minute and a half uh, clip. Man, you know, go you, let, 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 let a stupid fool try to run up in a girl without warming her up first. Damn, <laughs> it's like, it's, like, yeah, like, don't. Drunk like sandpaper. You got the explain. Turn on that faucet. This just being sensual just does so much more than mm-hmm. people think. Just, just, just so lick, much just more. Lick, just lick the space in between her toes. Like, I swear. Just oh, my gosh. Yes, God. Yes, God. You bringing the toes back in the 2021. It's 2021. You got to bring sucking the toes in the 2021. You bringing the toes in. I'm weak. I'm super weak. And see, ooh, ooh, side note. Listeners, sometimes when you go out of town and you have that one, you get that little good session in. Make sure that you br- make sure you put that boundary in that that you state that that experience stays there. Don't bring the experience home with you. Don't bring the experience in your phone. Don't even let that even slide. Just say, "Oh, we had a good time," and that was it. I had went out of town in July of twenty twenty. Oh Lord! And you know, I had my little self care moment. You know, no collusion. I had my little self care. <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't no collusion. It was trying. He was trying, but I went out, had me a little hotel on the on the river. Good and a good weekend was eating, and a guy hit me up on the side. Actually, the guy ended up seeing me in the restaurant. Me and the guy was in the same restaurant. He saw me, and he hit me up on the app. So you know, I got to see what the goods was and how he was looking and stuff beforehand. So we met up. Blah blah blah. And we had a nice night. We didn't we didn't go all the way, but Lord, he did a number on me. But um the next he day, flipped it and rubbed it down. Yeah, he did. That was it. That was, <laughs> and that's that's all, see, that's all I needed. I didn't need him to go the whole nine yards. I just needed a little, you know, a little tender loving care. That's all I needed. But he didn't push it. So I was like, okay, cool. When I came home. Hit me up like crazy. And I was, I had, uh, I think it was like maybe a week after, you know, a week after that. And 
I was had going through something with my family or whatever, and he just completely was so into what he wanted me to do for him or whatever the case may be, or me communicating with him and staying on the phone, making his dick hard. He was so enthralled in that that he couldn't even ask me what the hell I was doing or how I was doing every day. He was so in he was so into me making his dick hard. And I was like, oh, you know what? Uh-uh, this ain't gonna work. Bye. So ladies, gentlemen, when it's a good time, let it stay a good time and don't bring it home. Still having these type of conversations about good times in 2021. I just want to understand it because I'm tired of people reminiscing over experiences you had with them that, granted or not, were good experiences, but you know, it's nothing else outside of that. So why keep right. hitting me up? Right. I can't tap into this conversation. I mean, we know you've been yeah, off the market can. for a minute, but you know, James gonna feel me. Like, yeah. Talking about what happened then. If you can't do nothing for me besides right. that. I'm like, yeah, we can sit here and talk about the sex and we can sit here and talk about all that, but I like to talk in the real, in the now. <laughs> I, like, I got emotional needs too outside of my body. I need you to fulfill right. them. And if you cannot, right. you cannot. go ahead, sir. No collusion. Like I, was, I was really dealing with some stuff and for him, like he was cool, you know, he was a cool person, but as they a all friend, usually are. If we're going to be a friend or if we're going to be on this friendship level, you could have asked me how my day was doing. You could have. And after I told you, you know, I was dealing with some stuff with my family. You didn't ask me if I was OK. None of it. But you don't. First thing that come with my dick hard. I'm like, what? OK, so that's what you got lotion okay. and some Kleenex for. Like, you got the mind of a college student or something. You don't, you don't um, care. Child. But that's the thing. You can't put. You, you know what, Ken? It's crazy. You can't put age. On oh, nothing. behavior because oh, well, yeah. no, because they he was still act. He was like at least forty. He was he was no, he was actually thirty eight. What? Almost mm-hmm. forty acting like that. They people still act. This is my experience with an older person. I was like, you still act like the niggas my age. So why the <laughs> freak am I even entertaining you? Right. You try to look for that maturity, but you can't find it. Mm-mm. It's like you you get the mature. Sense in some things, but not the total area. That's another thing I stopped uh, looking for. And people like percentages, like how you compare people to people and be like, oh, such and such did this 25% more than the other person, but they still don't be shit. So it's like, <laughs> they don't be shit. They don't be shit. So I'm just like, you wasting my time. And I'm wasting my time trying to find out if you somebody. Right. Exactly. Well, James, so this is this is what I want to talk about. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about, of course, January 6, 2021, the Capitol. Oh Lord. But in that, people were speaking about one of the people there, I guess, who was married to a black person. A black woman, rather. So I never I don't have anything I saw, I against I saw that, but I didn't you didn't. I saw just, it, but I didn't uh, pay attention to it much. I saw it, but I, you know, I know it has had. I didn't. I didn't really pay attention and to it until Amanda Seals. If you already know, Amanda Seals can read anybody. She brought mm-hmm. up something that I never thought about. So I've always been the one to say, "Love is love." Whoever you may love, no judgment. But it was just something about me always wanting to end up with a black man. I just I have to. So then, you know, Amanda Seals is just talking about the fact of, because, like, I always used to be thinking that, for one, I don't want to explain my culture to you. 
you think you may understand, but you really don't. I don't mm-hmm. want to have to go heads to head with you and Papaw if you not racist, but Papaw is. Not Papaw. Because that's usually what they call them. I don't want to be mm-hmm. at supper, quote unquote, and they eyeballing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. want to do that. And then, something she brought up was, it's like, we're a fetish to them. Kind oh, of yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I just completely like, it. that just was like, dang, that's true. So I don't want to be with nobody and, and think that, oh, you just want to say that you're with a black girl or you just want to have an experience to say that you had this experience it's like no mm-hmm. i don't want to deal with that and you know what and i'm and I'm, I'm i'm comparing now did everybody talking about oh, i'm comparing race but no i'm not comparing race i'm just going to comparing experiences in my community we have some you know it's kind of in the straight community too and you have you know chub and chasers so i didn't necessarily understand the dynamic until i started being in that dynamic did not, you know, it, it dawned on me, you know, after I think it was nine, 18 and 19, uh, 2019, 18, when I had, you know, doged, indulged in that community. And I ended up, was my last real relationship was with a chaser, come to find out. Didn't know what was going on, but he is a person that indulges in bigger men. So, and outside of that, I was kind of like, so, I would always ask the question, if I were to lose weight, what would happen? Y'all, that per- and him and a lot of other men, when I asked that question, they got quiet. So I'm like, hold on. I had to really think, like, so, you know, me being unhealthy and fat, you like that, but if I needed to lose weight and getting healthy and my life is at stake, you would break up for me with that? And some people would literally say yes. And I was just like, wow. So that's pretty much it. And, and so it's just a fat fetish to you. So I can fall in love with you, but you will break up with me if I lost weight. That's so trifling. And just because I will be healthy, you know, and I'm, I'm not necessarily comparing that to, to the race, but the fetters is the the extreme and the in the kind of the effects of, of that fetishization is crazy. It's asinine to me. And so, you know, sometimes even racially, white men will fetishize blackness in the same way, especially in my community. You already know the BBC, I, I want the big a big black cock. Because that's, that's, that's the way we, that's how it come off. When we on Grindr and all them uh, gay apps, I'm looking for that BBC. I had somebody like, up, I had somebody that hit me up. I want that big black cock. Wow. I get that all the time. Get fed, we get fetishized so much in my community. It's, it's become second nature. We already know. So the being crazy fetishized thing, about race is, 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 Everyday in everyday occurrence of being a black man. Somebody pointed that out for Black History Month. Like they said that. Well, I don't think it was, it was before Black History Month, but she was just saying like stuff about black people that people don't know. It's like that like white people really fetishize towards you know black women and black men 
and it's like like Pornhub. They look at the the studies of Pornhub. It's like mm-hmm. the more like it's just more people looking up Ebony porn than uh you know people of their own color looking at stuff up. It's like it's other it's because people they like, know they do so much because that actually them them sounds and that extra stuff. You know, with mm-hmm. us, we gonna keep it really cause they be, oh my god, John. I'll be laughing. This should be illusion. I'm like, this is. What you think, illusion? All kind of illusion. And not how it goes. Uh, you Man, put too they, much they, on they, it. They white people fetishize too much about black porn. And like, yes. It's, it's, I just want that big black cock right here. Even, but even in porn, it's it's fetishized. When they have interracial porn, you will always see the black man, the big big back dick back man with the uh white woman. You said dick but, back man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He meant to say big. big. I know what he meant to say. That's funny though. Man. With the always with the white woman, and she's always talking about, oh my god, how big your cock is, and all this kind of stuff. Or, so uh, always... or making comments about put it right here in my, in my put it between me, get it. Oh my goodness, like put what? it in my white pussy, and I've seen, yeah. I've heard, and I was like, I've heard this. So I'm like, no, <laughs> like, fantasy that they want. Yeah, and that fantasy, and people don't realize that they're being. Their blackness is being uh, fetishized. I mean, come on, we talk about it in hip hop. We could talk about it in our culture. Blackness is always fetishized by white people in every in every aspect of who we are. They always, you know, even our um, how should I say, even yeah, even some. Uh, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say trailer park. But not necessarily that. Though I would say just poor white people. They their commonality of being poor, then they always end up associating poverty with blackness. So that's how you come with that dynamic of, uh, of white people always picking up on black culture, as far as being poor and stuff. So you always kind of see that fetishization there too. So it's in every it's everywhere. Mm-mm. I just never want to be a part of it. I just never. Yeah. I'm like, because they have no culture. They don't. <laughs> they still ours. They, they still ours. No, they 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 have no culture. I went and I and I asked a white person would say, "Yeah, we have a culture." I said, "Well, I'm gonna tell you this." I said, "If American white, if you have culture, if you have culture in America, if America has culture, I want you to go look up every single American, what you call American food." And I want you to find the origin of that food. Of the countries. Are you so is that really an American food? Nope. No. Just like this land so is not really their land, but we're not gonna go there. Right. You have no culture. There is no and, such thing as American culture. Indians on the reservation now, still the getting idea, pissed off. Right. The idea of America being a melting pot, which we were sold sold on as little kids, and then we grow up and it's bullshit. Um Say that again you for know, the people in the back. <laughs> that shit ain't the, real. I, that shit ain't real. The <laughs> idea that we was a melting pot of people when we grew up and that shit, it was bullshit. You know, in our history books, the first, oh, America is such a melting pot of people. 
Exactly. Then you get here and you let the president put your kids in uh cages in with cages. Alumin- aluminum foil blankets. But don't 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 tell Karen that she said that ain't real. Hmm. Cages. You got people real. who can't even find the, uh their parents because they've been separated for so long. That's not true. They're not in they cages. They were building a wall. We must build a wall. Joe said, "Fuck you and that wall." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why folks act like that man Trump is a religion and they have to be a part of him. He is not going to save you if if you're in trouble. He's not going to save you. He's going to save himself first. Of he course. was literally he a class of the type of person that you see at your everyday job that you know don't deserve that position they in, but because they sister, cousin, husband, brother, David works there. Not David. He, he didn't get the full Same. on interview that anybody else would get. He just got the, okay, you're qualified. You start on Tuesday and now they have this sense of power and are making decisions that are screwing everybody over because they don't know what they're doing. Can you say that again for the people in the back too? You know, everybody know David. <laughs> and what David, how David helped Sean. Sean with the S-H-A-W-N. Get on. That's and Sean don't know. What's Sean doing? Don't know shit. It's all, it's all just... Just... It's made me so upset, Jesus. Stay <laughs> <laughs> in this culture. Somebody, of, Oh, white but, I'm so glad, but I'm so glad that it actually can't, you know, everybody be like, oh, I'm, I'm mad we went through it, but I'm glad to know that it went down, that we actually get to see the real America come forward. And them history and, books better have yeah. every bit of 2020 in it. Every ounce of it. post-racial society that they claim we was in when Trayvon Martin hit, oh, we in this post-racial society, you know, that was the catchphrase. Oh, we in the post-racial society. Bullshit. Oh. You thought we were the comments, you know, the comments I seen um I think it was a TikTok that somebody was saying, you know, how long ago it was, how long slavery lasted. I seen that TikTok ago. today. You saw that? I he saw was that like, today. So let's stop saying get over it. And I'm like, I was watching um they had the movie The Great Debaters on BC Plus and I was watching it earlier and I hadn't seen it in a minute and I forgot the scene where they were driving to a debate in another part of Texas mm-hmm. and they passed by somebody getting burned. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, for people to sit up here and say, get over that. It's a group it, of villagers outside, literally watching somebody roast like a pig. Like, how can we exactly. get over it? And I think like, that most people think of, and I think most people are talking about the literary, the, the, the act, the, the uh, uh, us on the plantation version of slavery, but slavery still existed because it was the effects of slavery that existed. It was right. the after effect of us being free, mm-hmm. the hatred, the spirit of the hate. And to be that honest, the, still slavery. It's still being perpetuated in just different yeah. ways. We're mm-hmm. still enslaved, just different still, in just different oh, ways. And it trust me, crazy. If you in corporate America, you enslaved, honey. And, and right, and then it's crazy that you brought us over here. You gave us little to nothing to make a way. We make a way. We get rich. We get wealthy. And here you go. Come you and burn us up down. Mm-hmm. The Tuscaloosa massacre. I did mm-hmm. not know about that until recently. Mm-hmm. Why are we on this subject? Have y'all seen uh, what's that show on HBO? 
You know, Lovecraft uh, Country. Lovecraft Country. Have y'all seen <laughs> oh, that? Oh, yes, I have I not did. yet. I've been wanting to oh, binge it and watch man. it. Amy, you missing out. You I have... want to watch it. I just haven't. I it's just fun. haven't. Done I've it watched yet. it twice. I've watched it from beginning to end. When you twice. get to the like, when you get to the episode, when that twice. little girl getting chased Ooh, by them, yes. by the by them twins. Oh, that's just, it. That 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 man. I, when I say a show has never scared me about how scary like racism can really be, and how like what if like white people had magic behind that crap, man. <laughs> You have to see that show. You got to. to. And you know what? See, people don't really necessarily. They can't know watch that it at night either. That movie was an actual uh, uh, remake of a book that was based on an author that was racist. So it's kind of like the Love Care Country that we see on HBO is kind of a slap in the face to the person who wrote the original book because the person that wrote the original book is a racist. That's why I love Jordan Peele. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder when his version of uh, of the man coming out. I can't say his name. I'm in the dark right now. Uh, okay, I wonder, yeah, I wonder when that version. You know, oh, you know, it's yeah, a Tales from the Hood movie. 3. He has to do that. And, movie, Justin, and, and he in there. He in the Tales from the Hood 3. I saw the clip of it. I said, nope, I'm not going to do it. Oh, Tales from the Hood 2 was bad. It why was horrible, even, but they, they had three? the 3. Looks like it should have been the 2. That's uh, all I'm gonna say. Just in the clip uh, of it, the three I looks like it should be the two. Probably saw same uh, that movie, that Jordan Peele. Um, not Get Out, the second one. Uh, us, us. I finally saw this like during quarantine. That and, was crazy, right? Man, it makes you like a lot of history. Really, just makes you think like it could be mm-hmm. a really like America's connected through tunnels, and like we have doppelgangers that are just like. Mm-hmm. And then to come to find out that it's just so deep, I can't even go into it. It's I just found crazy. out there was the she was the uh the double ganger. That's why right. she uh-huh. had that voice. Right. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's just man. Then what's crazy is you watch that type of stuff and you just like you say, be like, can this really be real? Like I be laying awake at night. Sometimes I stay at the wall, <laughs> and I just man could could. Could there be really be another me down there somewhere trying to steal my life? Mm-hmm. Hey, look, bro. I don't need you. Coming in starting, though, sir. No paranormal <laughs> they, shit. Stay where you at. <laughs> Stay below uh, under. That's where, you, that's where you need to be. Right. Mm-mm-mm. If I ever go to California, do not go in the fun house. Nope. I wouldn't do that either with the mirror things. I couldn't figure Heck out how no. to get out. That would oh, freak no. me out. Because that's a small no. little space. And you trying to figure out how to get out of there? That's not no. fun. Because somebody, I promise you, I did, I did that as a child. Somebody, I didn't go in, but somebody tried to push me in, and I nearly beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. Uh-uh. God, I, I mean, because it just par- it may be paranoid. Mm-mm. You know better. Like, have you seen, um, <laughs> have you seen the girl who does the parking lot pimping? things oh, on Instagram. That's my girl. I love her. I love oh. her. Have you seen it, Ken? Mm-mm. You I got to send it to you on Instagram. She she does I'm going to send it to you now. She always does every Friday. She be like, uh, you know, it's it's Friday, but I ain't going to hold you. And mm-hmm. she just, she be reading the heck out of people. I think she's like a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. So she be reading the heck out of people. Like she a younger girl. 
she when I say she reads you, she, she reads read you the down. field. She reads Man. down. Right? It's like it's crazy. It. <laughs> so let's talk about too. Like, what do you think about the people who are? Well, I can say because like you're you are considered a millennial kin, but like those who are woke, like a little bit the the generation that are after millennials, really the ones who be like, I ain't my grandpa, I ain't my grandma, like I set it off, type people. What do you think about them? Because you know a lot of them really, it's, well, be, they really pay attention. Gen Z ain't kind of a little bit of us millennials because oh, they're really? the ones who. They really take action more so. And well, I feel Gen like a lot Z, of them. Gen Z. Okay, so I'll, you know, me and my friend, we could be comparing Gen Z to like, I don't know if everybody remember the uh, SNCC. It was this organization called SNCC. You had, you had Martin Luther King organization and you had SNCC. Martin Luther King was about marching and kumbaya and Nick SNCC was about action. So pretty much these older generations, people that got fed into that Martin Luther King, we shall overcome and marching and all that. We got a whole generation of SNCC that's ready to just take action. Mm -hmm. I saw that when we had the George Foreman, uh, George Floyd uh, protests. You saw a actual generational divide. Uh, even when we had, when I went to the protests here in Monroe, you had the young people that wanted to go walk and march. And you had these older people that want to sit around and reminisce on stuff and be all kumbaya. So it was an actual generational divide right there in the middle of a middle of a protest. And I saw it clearly. It was just crazy. Like you saw the generations just split. Because they didn't even yeah, know they they look at their parents and they saw how they did it. And they, 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 they you know, you, they think you could just sit and wait around for things to change. It's not. And, and, and they, and the generation after like, nah, we're not going to sit and wait around for nothing to happen. We're going to take action. Mm-hmm. We're going to start raising money. We're going to start throwing up signs. We're going to start just doing whatever we can to get people to notice that we ain't going to sit here and take this crap. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame don't blame me now. I go, I'll be out there protesting. I've been, I've actually been to three protests throughout the, uh, and uh, when George Ford, I went to two protests during the pandemic. And, um, yeah, they, I mean, I was out there with the kids, with the children, as I call them, my children, holding up signs, making sure they safe. There was, you know, I made sure they were safe. That was my concern to make it say they were safe and nobody was bothering them and letting them express themselves. And that was my main concern on the protest, but uh, and making sure their voices are heard. But yeah, that's mm. what I also knew that the election was gonna be. I knew it was more so gonna go in Joe's favor because of just the people who just wrongfully. Of course, you still have some of the ducks who still thought Trump can do no wrong, but then you think about the people who was on his side that just started waking up. And mm-hmm. through the pandemic, that and uh, also those who uh, couldn't vote in the first vote yeah. in the first election that he got elected. Vote now, yeah. Right. So it's like then you had some people who could vote but never chose to vote because they felt like, of course, with a lot of cliche people, feel my vote don't count. So yeah. now you see that happening, and everybody seeing the power of voting and how stuff can be swayed. And I just knew I was like, 
you got all these woke black kids that are out here risking their lives with COVID and risking their lives knowing what the situations could be. Mm-hmm. And they gonna go vote. Shout out to Georgia. Shout out to Georgia. Flipping that thing Man, blue. What? Flipping that thing Shout blue twice. And then I know John Lewis in heaven doing his he was doing his two step. You got your yeah. pastor and your intern. Okay. Man. Listen. Mm. Right. That's why I say we gonna like, we're gonna be like, all right. I just I just wanna be a fly on the wall when I, I just wanna see Trump's pay face when he just Turned all colors of the rainbow when he started losing the election. I just wanted to be a fly on the wall. Well, you know, he was just in in just in denial because you know he kept being like, "We got this," and I just remember how much anxiety I had because I couldn't sleep when I'm waking up looking at CBS. Man, news, what? Every few minutes, the news app. Every Don't time I woke up, when I'm no. like, oh, like one time oh. I woke up and he was ahead, and I was like, oh my god. And I promise you, this was the now. It was crazy how. Trump being elected, the night that Trump got elected, it was one night. And that was it. It was done. There was no questions. We had to deal with what the numbers were. This has been the longest election ever. And what? Ever. And we had to sit here and go through, I think it was maybe a week. Like there was a full almost week of waiting. Of waiting for an actual and you know of course the numbers was fluctuating but even when biden won we still had to wait because everything still wasn't counted right so it was like they're waiting and stuff was so and it was crazy to me because the numbers were so close in certain places so mm-hmm. it's like it still tells me that don't and i, and I was telling people i say don't sleep because biden won Look at the numbers and the percentages of how he won. Yeah, he got a a, a, a bunch of uh, states flipped, and you know we got our uh, uh, electoral college votes. But look at the percentage of those voters and how close they were in certain cities. Look at that because you, if you on forty nine and fifty or forty six and uh, fifty four. That's still a large percentage of people that voted for Trump that's still dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You gotta pay if people don't, you know, when I say that, people be like, what are you talking about? I say you have still have to pay attention to that. Just because somebody won, they just won by a couple of thousand other votes. But still yeah, a large close. percentage of individual it wasn't a landslide. Mm-hmm. This was not a landslide election. It may was on electoral college. And it may was in the general, you know, election, but you still had a larger percentage of people that voted for Trump. But you guess what happened? Them large percentages that voted for Trump, they all went to the Capitol, now they don't right. fly list. Right. <laughs> the joke's mm-hmm. on you, boo. Oh, That's or the crazy. ones who couldn't who couldn't make it because yeah. they had to go to work. And then and well, God was I'm saying, saying you got lucky. Right. So I'm saying, people, do not sleep. I promise you, don't sleep. We we still exist in a world full of dumbasses. All right, though, because you know, Joe been in there getting it. He been signing things and unsigning things left and right. He like, bring it to me. Unsign everything this man fucked up. Bring it to me. Unsign. That's all Joe gonna be able to do. I'm I'm gonna be honest. All Joe gonna be able to do during his four years is to reverse everything Trump did. Because by the time Joe get through fixing this bullshit, it'll be his four years will be up, and it'll be time for a re-election. And hopefully, he can get another four years 
and we can do what he want to do. To do what he want to do. Yeah. His I just hope that they uh, 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 do this whole uh, impeachment thing right and make sure Ooh. he can't run again. Yes, God. Because trust yes, me, oh, they're working hard. They're working hard because they're going to do whatever it takes to get Trump back in that office. Because, you know, Trump still got letters with his name on it. Still talking about President Trump. He ain't let it go yet. Trust me. He still signs his oh, name. Baby, but Nancy Trump. was like, nah, we got to get him out. If you don't get him out, I'm going to get him out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, Nancy wasn't man, playing no games. They, they mm-hmm. pretty much said this man incited a terrorist attack on the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. What what, what other proof do you need that this man don't even be president no more that he's turned American people to get this violent over an election that he lost? And this so thing that was a revolution, And there's never been... collusion. And there's never been an attack on the U.S. Capitol since 18-something. Yep. That was the, I remember they said that since... Um, it was 1840 or 1860 It was. It was something they said. That was the last time it was breached. It was mm-hmm. something going on. It was some type of war, and that was the last mm-hmm. time it was breached. And for 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 you to be this sort of a loser, that you incite so much violence into uh, into people who, before you even became president, were probably not even thinking about trying to storm no capital to support their to support a president that was just childish as you. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the little Tommy Lorraine Heffer. That Heffer yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, if it was us, if we lose, we're just, if what she said, she tweeted, if we lose, in quotes, but we're not, we're going to just go to work and act like it's a normal day. But if the Democrats lose, all the looting and the rioting begins. Oh, bitch, what happened? In the class of the Democrats, how we won, and we did not do shit. But your people, (laughs) your white people, (laughs) they stormed the Capitol, did not give no fucks. Where were you then, Tommy Loren? Huh? Mm. Shout out to the black man who was protecting the senators when he seen that they hadn't removed Mm. everybody yet. He used a deflecting technique to get all the people to follow him. Mm. Because them people was trying to get kidnaps. Uh, They had zip ties. They was ready to go to war. Weapon. Mm. So you about to go to jail behind this dude? You really gonna get a kidnapping charge? How stupid can you be to break into Nancy Pelosi's office, put your feet on her desk, write leave her little death threat? That's so disrespectful. Like, why would you do some mess like that? I know. Take her mail. You know, I'm not all into you know the the you know the 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 being so patriotic and proud of America, but I would never stoop to that level of disrespect. Mm Mm-mm. Never. That's just, you know, I, I, I'm a never. That's just, you know, I don't care if I was the most radical black man ever, if I was just a straight up black panther, but I would never go that far to disrespect that. No. Mm-mm. I mean, that disrespectful anyway, because it's a thing called karma. That's what's wrong with a lot of people. When they do bad stuff, they think they're invincible and they don't believe in karma. And of course, right. sometimes if you keep doing a lot of bad things and nothing doesn't happen to you at that moment, when it does happen, it's going to hit you left and right, and you ain't going to be able to handle the first one, a.k.a. what's going on with Trump. So mm. you already knew off you top. You have mercy on your soul. You already knew off top what was going to happen if you did some foolishness. He didn't put in a law, and now he know where to be found. He can't pardon all y'all. He pardoned people that's already been in jail. But he, he trying to pardon, pardon your dog on self. Mm-hmm. They like what you you ain't pardon nobody else. Come on now. It look, it's like House of Cards. The show House of Cards was played for four years. <laughs> Man, 
Nah, he took really, that as a, what was his? He was gonna save them like like Superman. Mm-hmm. He is like, I gave permissions. Let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. But to, to, to be honest, the Capitol riots were nothing more than a bunch of people trying to hold on to an idea of America that they were born into believing. That they'll probably never get back again after, and, after and, Biden gets in office. And it, was, it wasn't even that. It was holding on to this. It was holding on to the, ninth, to the 1776 version of America. Yeah. It was they were trying so hard to hold on to that and not understanding that of that that human evolution is going to happen, whether you want it or not. That version of America where everything white you know, is right. And if you're right. not with if you if you ain't white, you ain't getting with what we get what we yeah. got putting down. But I mean your country was founded on you being defiant anyway, because you didn't want to follow the Queen's uh uh rule. So I mean, if you didn't want to follow the the the, the monarch, you did, you it's like you sitting here. You want to come over here, create a country in your own way, but then you want to you didn't want to follow the queen's rules. So what is it? <laughs> like that's just a case of you ain't satisfied no ever you no ever, no matter where right. you go. Yeah, and like freedom. I'm like you. You're not free. You don't you don't have that sense of freedom, but you know, I understand where that sense of freedom came from. Sense of freedom for them were conquering and you know, doing whatever they wanted to do, that alpha maleness and all of that, you know. That's that's their history. They got a history. It's called that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the history of dumbasses. The history where men do everything, the women don't do nothing like that. That's the reason why Hillary, they didn't want him. Like, I, I had never seen, like, they, what, what killed me is, like, when Hillary was running for president, the white went, the, the vote that they thought they would get was the white, you know, the white female vote. They thought that she would get that, but no. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's too hormonal. She'll cause she's a war. And, and it, like, come on, man. Like, the lady. Like, so a woman gonna run something. A woman gonna handle something. Be like, uh-uh. No. You, you already know. Well, let's just talk about Kamala. You know, Kamala ain't gonna play. She ain't like, now nah, I want it done this way, and don't ask me about it no more. That black queen right. is going to handle that office with so much elegance and temperament. She is. I'm just, I'm right. glad. You know, I'm glad. And, and of course, everybody's saying, well, Kamala going to be running the show. and I, But of course she is. Of course. You know, we always the fixers. Yeah, always um, and we always make it better for everyone not just our race let me just throw that out there because let me tell you something we got it. joe up in here if joe came and we do get the second stimulus it's gonna be because of us who voted for joe not for the fucking right. people who can't get with the program that they other president is no longer president that's what kill me though if they get this 1400 from biden are they not gonna spend their money of course they're gonna spend their dog on money just like right. they spent the 600 that they got before the little funky nigga got out, he tried. The only thing he tried to do, the little funky nigga. <laughs> he ain't no nigga. The little funky nigga clown. That's what it was. Cause he goes try to talk about something. We need two thousand. Where was that at the beginning when Canada was getting two thousand when the pandemic started? Man, look, he wanted um, to do that. What's the what's the country? Uh, New Zealand. I'm not thinking New Zealand. Australia wanted to. They gave them. They locked. They locked people down. and gave them seven thousand dollars to sit on. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. 
we in a country where we can't even get free health care. And yeah, these other countries paying them, pay, literally paying them to sit down somewhere. And they doing it. Yep. Yeah, we would have sat down for 7000 7, Let me just go to Walmart and my Walmart pick up and then go and buy my business. My business? Mm-hmm. Whole house would have changed and been decorated. Right. <laughs> Amazon, look. <laughs> Amazon boxes piled up outside waiting for the garbage man to pick them up. Right. I would have been all on Pinterest sharing ideas. Boy, I would have been skidded by now. <laughs> <laughs> man. I can't deal. So what other things have y'all been doing in the pandemic that's like Keeping y'all sane. Because I know we all well, got cabin fever. Yeah, we all got cabin fever. But for some reason, I don't know what happened. I just had I just had enough of it. I think uh, I had enough of sitting around waiting. You know, I guess that I waited for so long, waiting for things to happen and opportunities and, and things that think it's going to uh, fall in your lap. I said, fuck this. So one day I had ended up asking my doctor you know, how she felt about me getting uh, surgery, weight loss surgery. And I and I just asked, it, you know, I was scared as hell to ask. And I just asked. And she said, yeah. yeah I, I'm, she said, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I thought you would have done that a lot sooner. But she said, yeah, get you know, we can start you out and start you on that journey. And baby, that unlocked the whole door for me, unlocked a lot of stuff for me. And I've been on that journey since uh, November, uh, going through the nutritionist and doing my six months. And I'm like halfway through my six months, but hopefully by summer, I have a new body. Ask you, why were you Um, scared to ask her? Well, I was scared to ask because I'm going, it's like for, for black men, you know, it's was me being a man and I had been struggling with my weight and struggling with it for five years. Like people don't know. People people be like, oh, you just big. No. Yeah, a lot of people know that I'm big, but I can move. I move probably more than a football player. And you know, with doing Zumba and the way I was doing Zumba, you know, I was still like not losing enough weight. I was only losing the calories that I probably put on by eating every day. So I wasn't really losing, losing weight. I would go to the gym. I would do all this stuff. I would eat right, but I still wasn't losing weight. So I got scared because I didn't want to be that failure. I didn't want to really be that person that took the shortcut or be a person that cheated. I felt like I was cheating by having the surgery. And once I got over that fear, and and help me understand that it's a tool. It's not a cheat. It's a tool to help you lose weight. Once I got over that fear, I had to understand, and I felt better about the decision. Do you think Good. it was stress? This maybe that was also a factor. Oh yeah, damn, damn. Stress was always a factor as far as uh, gain weight and all that. Because all, but you know, me being a person, I'm also ADHD and dyslexic, so. Uh, my anxiety and stress levels and all that was always playing a game, playing a way for my weight. Uh, but I had, I had a, um, I went to, through the stress. It, you know, when you, when you move, mm-hmm. and you move for the better. Mm-hmm. So say, life still throws a bunch of chaotic stuff at you. Two thousand nineteen was still crazy for me. 
I know that's why. Oh, I was stressed out a lot, and I gained like a lot. I didn't say I gained a lot of weight, but I gained to the point where I weighed more, or I weighed about around the weight that I weighed while carrying pregnant, which I've never been that size outside of you know carrying. So it was bothering me because I'm just like, dang, like I've never seen myself be this size. Like I'm looking at my neck, I'm sweating in places I know I can sweat. Like it's, 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 it was just a lot. So coming into 2020 and um and getting with my esthetician and you know her helping me working with my skin, you know she also started to talk about like your insides and she got to you know work on the inside. So between mm-hmm. like taking probiotics, drinking water, um, taking some stuff that helps with my metabolism, I've dropped like almost 50 pounds between September and now. All right, it's so it's just you know yeah. stress is a stress is a mother. Cause I was, I used to always joke, even though it's not good. I used to be like, "Why I couldn't get the stress where I lose weight?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how mm-hmm. people stress and they lose weight. Like, why am I gaining weight? Yeah. And then and you I know the pandemic the, hit, and you at home even more. And that that doggone and see that's what I now had I had to understand that I was trying to go to school and trying to go to school and work at home and in the pandemic, I knew that I was gonna gain weight. I knew I was going to gain weight and I had gained about a good 40, close to 40 or 50 pounds when the pandemic hit. And so far, I lost 30 of that. But, you know, I knew that was going to happen. So I had to kind of and I knew stress was involved. So I had to take everything off the table. Like there's no more like I backed off of, you know, my advocacy work for HIV and AIDS, even though I did get my uh, state certification in january of last year so i am certified to actually prick your finger and test you (laughs) so i got my uh, certification in that but i had to put that on pause and i had to put school on pause i had to wipe all of my extracurricular activities out and get all that because that was adding to my stress level too i didn't even know that you know it was adding to my stress level but i had to get all that out i had to take so it was just me and work and work it is work is already stressing me out. But I've been doing okay. I get my little stress times, but I go in there and I eat an apple, I guess. <laughs> I be wanting to dog. My, my thing is water. Like I'm so I seen what water has done not only for just for like my skin. Cause I mm-hmm. have dermatitis. So it's a it's a form of eczema. And so I remember I had it, but I forgot I had it. So my esthetician brought it up. And it's just like you you flake like your skin starts to like flake and certain spots. It's basically like eczema on your face. So mm-hmm. anyway, just seeing the results of drinking water and what it does, like I will, I can drink a gallon of water a day. Like I can flush it and just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I gotta flush my system. And it's like I have to drink water. So if it gets to the point where I eat something that I know is crazy, which I try to, I try to work on portions and do also like he say, try to eat right. Mm-hmm. But if I know I ate something that's crazy, I gotta drink water and flush it out like immediately. <laughs> I'm right. like, nope, you gotta come out. You can't keep and, keep this up. And one thing, my nutritionist, you know, I guess it wasn't. And I think when people think about getting a nutritionist and they think about eating right, they always thinking about oh, you gotta eat more salads, you gotta do all this, uh, you know, less meats and all that. It wasn't even that. What she introduced me to was. Uh, uh, how should I say, it was combination eating. And, you know, we're always used to eating sandwich and chips. 
And so she told me to eat a sandwich and some fruit or eat a sandwich and, you know, something else that was healthy. I could eat whatever sandwich I wanted, but it had to be, uh, it had to uh, complement. It had to complement with something on the healthier side. So, Mm. you know, it was that type of deal. Like instead of having uh, a hamburger and French fries, have a turkey burger and a sweet potato fry. You know, it was something, those combinations that we're used to eating, she was just taking those and twisting those up into more healthier options. So it's not always just bagging up off of eating or you can still in, in eat the same things. You just may have to do a little tweaking and getting healthier options. So that, you know, improved me a lot on the things I've ate. I love me a turkey burger and some uh, sweet potato fries. Walk on's got a fire turkey burger and sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. Boy, I be killing it. Dang, y'all gonna make me go to walk on tomorrow. <laughs> you haven't hey. been doing much of uh, anything besides working in school. And like Jane said, it's, it's so stressful trying to do work and do school and mm-hmm. stay home. It's just, um, and then I had to head up two, I had to have a two pool this year. I wasn't last year. I wasn't, you know, prepared for that, but I got tired of being in pain. So, but and then like now, like you're saying, it's trying to start a, a better lifestyle. It's trying to work out and stuff more. <laughs> so, just trying to do better. Yep, taking this time. I got to about Chloe with that uh busted challenge. Who? Chloe, Chloe, you know Chloe and Halle, the the mm-hmm. singers. Yeah. Oh, you say Chloe Kardashian for some reason. No, but we yes, didn't talk about yes. Coco. Yes. I, did, I did see her. And she I is flourishing. I had to ask how old she was because I started to get like, ooh. She ooh. of age. She's of age. Okay. You do not, she's not young. She's of age. Okay. Flourishing, ooh. though. That ass. Flourishing. <laughs> I lo- that thing, was, that thing <laughs> was poking in. Now, you know you got it if it's poking in the robe. Okay. And what? I thought mm. at first on on the cool though I thought I was like maybe she just play, you know because some people doing it was doing it serious and some people just playing so I'm like maybe she got something in a role you know being funny, but when she dropped I said okay dude mm. man you got tiger stripes that's real boo that's man. real man you got a little oh man I, I, women I'm gonna tell you this right now any women w- women women's uh listen to this right now women 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 women, women. <laughs> right now, please do not be ashamed of your tiger stripes. That ain't nothing but your your marks of just sex in this. I just uh, you ain't no man if you got a problem with tiger stripes. I'm just be honest because you know women's our bodies change even if they haven't had kids, and you're not a man if you don't like. Tiger Them stripes. are the most sexiest battle scars a woman could ever have. They let you know something grew. And if it's Man, in the right what? spot, if it's in the right spot, hallelujah! Mm. And let you know it's natural grown, and it didn't come from Doctor Miami. Man, mm. just my show gonna do that. I cannot wait till I get my new body because they'd be like, "And ain't nothing still... wrong with that." But man, mm. ain't nothing wrong. Can't with wait, that. can't wait because they'd be like, everybody talking about, "Oh, you gonna get skinny, skinny?" Hell no! I'm getting, I'm making sure this ass is. Still stacked, baby. Trust that. I'm not gonna play with you. <laughs> Lord, I'm Dad sorry. Say, I was say he gotta look. still make sure he can do a busted challenge. I'm sorry. No, I was known for my ass in high school. I'm still. I wants to be known for my ass 
forever. Oh gosh. <laughs> so now be around away. Viewers, baby viewers, I'm not losing. I'm not getting skinny. I'm just getting a little healthy. That's it. So how get much little... weight do you want to lose? I just want to you... get to my 250, 220. Okay. So I was I like, if you want to be like just a little healthy, you don't want to mm-hmm. be walking around be... here looking. Because if I can baby, get down to 280, I'll be fine. Baby, once y'all see this, if if I look like I'm sunk in the face, and y'all gonna let, y'all gonna see me eating some uh collard greens and cornbread and whatever else just to get the little thickness back. But, Beans, uh, greens, tomatoes. That's what potatoes, I had tonight. Beans, I might have to greens, go get another uh, another helping. Uh, we done. Don't judge me. When I get through, I'm gonna eat chicken tenders. Don't don't judge me. I had my water. I got a salad and pizza. Got chicken tenders waiting on me when I that finish this. Thing. Chicken tenders waiting. Uh, uh. What y'all think about people starting OnlyFans though? Yeah, you, you starting OnlyFans, Ken? You and Lex is gonna make some extra money. No. James, you gonna start an OnlyFans <laughs> so you can bust it. Yeah, Let yeah, people see your fans. exclusiveness. She is possessed when I get this new body, baby. Nothing but OnlyFans. You hear me? So I'll do that. We've joked about it, but I, I don't think I'm confident enough to do that. <laughs> you joked about it. Yeah, me and Lex joked about it. We just. Like throwing the idea around, but we never do it. We I just, ain't gonna lie, I ain't wanna, confident enough. I want to do it. Oh uh, y'all on y'all I demon time. Y'all might start the OnlyFans. I see y'all. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that though. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with. It. I, I feel like if couples, like couples, do it, I love it to see a couple do it. But you know, OnlyFans yeah. is really couple, just. You know. It was really not meant to be it what it was. Be, right, I didn't know it was supposed to be. And people made it what it was. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they knew. To be, They knew sex sales. So they knew that if they was going to get a glimpse of somebody, they probably now, wouldn't be able to get close to. They was going to pay for it. What killed me, though, is the creators of OnlyFans probably was like, yeah, let's make, a, let's make a, 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 a platform where creators can interact closely with their, their the supporters and that way they can, you know, support themselves in the process. And then they saw what people were really doing with it. Oh my God. I mean, we're still making money, but oh my God. <laughs> probably then they probably was like, well, fuck it. What's in the bank? You gonna do what you gonna do with it. Girl, twerk that over there. Girl, do that. Do that. I'm sorry to tell you what you put on OnlyFans. It gets not out. Being, it's getting out, but it's, it's not getting out. the people that just getting out ain't it's the people that's like in the server room that's watching your stuff. It's the people that's in the server room that can pull up your videos and watch your stuff and jacking off right there for free. Mm-hmm. That's all porn is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that. Bitch. It's going to get leaked some way, somewhere, somehow. Mm-hmm. It's funny because they give you a 15 second tease and you be like, okay, mm-hmm. let me go and play that 2999. Stop mm-hmm. playing. Stop playing. Let me go. Yeah, I, I, I will be honest and say I've done some research. Um, <laughs> Uh, I've participated in the fans of only, and some of them people be making me mad while they do the little teasers. And, and when you get there, it ain't what you think it is. So, they're doing what they call uh clickbaiting, like they did on YouTube. Pretty they much, they'll, they'll, they'll put that one video out there that's, that's popping, and then you go on there thinking you're finna see a lot of content like that, and it's not that. But you could flag them accounts and enough flags, they'll uh, block them. The end of a block. Excuse me. You end up getting your IP address blocked, and you can't. My thing is like you pay for. My thing is you pay for a subscription to OnlyFans, and then you get on there, and then you lock every dog on video. What's the point of me subscribing to you if I got to pay for everything that you got? 
Mm-hmm. It's crazy because yeah. if I'm paying you for a month, I better have full access to everything. Exactly. If I'm paying you ten dollars or twenty dollars, however much money I'm spending for a month is to look at your content and experience your content, why is everything locked behind a paywall? And then right. did y'all hear about what old girl did that just that uh made OnlyFans crack down a lot of stuff they was doing? Uh what's that good name? She was on she was on Disney Channel. Oh, I know gosh. You know who I'm talking about? She was on on Shake It Up with Zendaya, the the, the other girl, the white girl. I I don't know. I don't remember the situation. But like, if you like, you look at the situation. She she started OnlyFans and clickbaited a bunch of people, and she made a million dollars in like a day on her OnlyFans because of what of what she has. She clickbaited all these men into doing to uh, subscribing to her stuff. And then OnlyFans, and then she cashed out her money. So OnlyFans now have it to where, if you post the content and they buy your stuff, they and uh, they have to hold your money for a certain amount of time before you cash it out. Well, dang! Say, so sis had a plan. She, 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 she flipped the whole thing on his head. And I forgot that good dog on name. Had I wish I knew her name. Plan? Do you hear me? Plan. She had a plan. <laughs> And then she and this is this thing she didn't show that she didn't, she didn't show no skin or nothing. She started OnlyFans. People went on there when nothing like everybody thought it was. She didn't show no skin, and then went nothing but her in in the bed with a bra. On. Something you can see on Instagram. Sis had a plan and came through and made a meal. What? Shut your mouth. Mm. So what, what, what is called like? Have y'all been watching? Like okay, let's 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 talk about these people who are kind of Bella Thorne. That's her name. Oh, girl, yeah, Bella. Bella. Uh, I've been hearing things about Bella. I can expect that. What you were saying? Um, what I'm about to say. So let's talk about like the things that people have been doing during quarantine, like the stuff that started that have made people super successful. Let's talk about versus. What are your opinion on verses? Do you think like verses are good, or do you think people just do too much and make it too much of a competition? Like the verses, like it started out that way. It started out being something good, something nostalgic, something that, um, you know, that people who could who love their favorite artists go at each other and have those what if battles that you always imagine having in your head, and then they finally have them out. But then some people just go too far with it now, like. It's the people that it's the the uh, it's the stains and the and the stains that just make it bad. Like, okay, we, it, you know, it's always somebody better than the next person, sweetheart. Just just chill. <laughs> I mean, we I know they do so much. They be like team such and such, team such and such, and you know they come and be it's like, not okay, a team. like these legends. That's like, not what they. Not what they're doing that for. They just not bring what they you. So who is a versus battle that you would want to see? Two people battle each other. Quote unquote battle. Wanna Drake and J. Cole. Mm. Oh, Drake and J. Cole. I want a Drake and J. Cole versus. Or 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 a Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. That's what I wanted to see. I want to see Kendrick. So why Lamar you say Drake and J. Cole? You don't think they a good fit? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Why? The content. It's um, the True. It's, the, it's, the, it's more of the content. Dude, I, thought, I didn't realize what I said, but I thought, so I'm thinking about early J. Cole and early Drake. Early, yeah, like, early. Yeah, yeah, but like like now the way their content is now, I would say like, yeah, Kendrick and J. Cole. Yeah, 
He said it was hard to say Kendrick. And, oh, yeah, Kendrick and Jaco. He said Drake. Yeah, Drake is completely. I don't know. I would. I, I miss old Drake. I'm not going to lie. I like his new stuff. I hate that. I hate that. 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 Um, that. What's the word I'm looking for? The. um. Like, you had to be in your feelings to listen to Drake. That. That. Uh, that frame of mind. Like, if you want to listen to Drake, you had to be in your feelings. Be like, oh, like, she's Drake. And my homeboy used to do yeah. that. Uh, he told me that, like, years ago. I was playing Drake. Like, why he had posted. He's like, like, oh, I mean, I'm a Drake in the driving. <laughs> like, why can't I just genuinely listen to this man music? Because it's genuinely good. And not that, like, yeah, he talk about his shit with females, but his beats and his lyrics are good. The thing is, Drake made it cool to be, to express your emotions when he first yeah. came out. Yeah, like he, he, you know what I'm saying? He had histories with girls. It was kind of like, I would say kind of like his journal of his situations. Like he, you know, this girl, I went through this and this girl, I did this. And like, it was because I love his, like his early stuff. Like I was listening to my, like one of my favorites from his early stuff was Sooner Than Later. You, y'all know that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that song. Cause it's like it's some truth. Like and it's some truth I, to it. I admire that they came out with the the care package and all, a lot of his mixtape songs that are not like out out. He put all those into one little compilation and I like that. Which I, I'm glad because sooner than later was it was it was a good one. I was like, dang, you really speaking. You you're speaking for people instead of the cliche you know, bees and hoes and how many women you got, how many people you sex and whatever. You talking about somebody breaking your heart or somebody that you messed up with. And you wish you could have, you know, say check a second chance. That's what I liked about it. But I mean I, I don't even know who he would battle with. Drake and who? Mm-hmm. Is I mean I, well shoot. Or I guess if you, uh, no, I won't say future. No, I can't say future. I mean, he got good music no, in the future, I, but I he's such no. a thought pocket. He always <laughs> talking about somebody from the streets. He for the streets. And Drake. Uh, hmm. So what should I think about Lori Harvey and Michael Michael B. Jordan? I was kind of a little, you know, salty that she took him, but okay, whatever. The way that somebody put on, uh, I, don't, I don't know where I saw that video at, but they, they talked about her life like she was a queen. Like, they started talking with the whole English accent, like she was a, a royal that everybody had went at or tried to get at. <laughs> and then they, they showed her end up being with Michael B. Jordan, the prince Michael B. Jordan or whatever. I thought that was funny. But yeah, I, I mean, I, enjoy, I like that couple. I'm, I believe that he's a good fit for her. So because she needs to stay away from Future because Future is is I don't know what's wrong with all the rappers she needs to stay far away from all the rappers. Yes. All the rappers. Mm. Related subject, but the movie's on topic of music. Look at Dylan just came across my Instagram. I'm sorry. Who are the best rappers? Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Dylan, 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 Dylan. No, I thought about my Michael Jackson thing. I found I saw that yesterday. What the mama say? But what <laughs> we we've been saying the wrong thing for years. I didn't know that. So what were we? Still, so what was he actually saying? He was saying, "I'm gonna say one more time. I'm not gonna stop." But everybody was saying, "Mama say, mama say, mama say." It sound better. <laughs> no, you can't be like that. I'm, it's, I'm gonna say one more time. I'm not gonna stop. 
say what's up. Now, what's up? now I can't unhear it. Yeah, yeah, right? Right? <laughs> right? I'm not going to stop. Man, no, I'm still gonna say I'm gonna say. I remember saying I'm gonna you, you cannot stop me from saying something that I've been saying for years and decades. Man, what? Yeah. That's that's like, usually I, how it is when you grow like, up and then I can't they hear, come out and say it's wrong. Like I can't unhear. We got to hit and then it, it it made us take every time we hit that, we do this African dance and that I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like right, you just broke my let heart. Me, let me tell you this though. This is how this is how I know we've been saying it wrong for years. I had a musical in high school to where we had to do Michael Jackson songs. And on the paper, the lyrics say, Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. It don't say the other thing. So that just lets everybody know that everybody was wrong. Even the people that, mm-hmm. like, come on. Yeah. That's the point thing is, Michael Jackson knew y'all was singing his shit wrong. He said, he just let y'all sing it anyway. <laughs> but then, you know, too, when you get older, some of them breakup songs you be listening to, they hit different when you're older. Yeah, I figured mm-hmm. like you ever listen to a song, you like hold on, this, hold on, hold on, this hold hit on. different. Hold on. Breaking news at five o'clock AM. Okay, so the, it did pass the Senate. Sorry y'all. We had some had some um had some uh discrepancies on the news. The actual COVID relief did pass the Senate. Oh, we getting that check? Yeah, we getting that check. We getting that fourteen hundred, man. What? We getting that shit. Yeah. So we, get passed, we getting that money. We getting that money. Hey. We getting it. Yeah. We getting it. The relief. Well, back to the song stuff, because you know, yeah. I was listening to "Breakdown" by Mariah Carey the other day, and let me let me just reference this vo- this verse, because you know, she, on that song, she real soft spoken on it, and she said. You call yesterday to basically say that you care for me, but you're just not in love. And she said, immediately, I pretended to feel similarly. It led you to believe I was okay for you to just walk away from the one thing that's unyielding and sacred to me. Mm. Now, we sang that. But now that hit different. Because how many times have we been in situations where the person be like, you know, you're cool. I enjoy spending time with you. You know, you got a cool personality, but I'm just not feeling you like that. Don't remind me, you're bringing up trauma from my past. <laughs> I'm not trying to bring up trauma. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, I been... just don't know how much those songs affect a brother who's okay. been trying to spit the doggone game to a female that you put your whole I mean, you cut in and out, bro. He I went out. He, the emotion just made him cut out, James. That's what I, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, oh, it, I, emotion? The emotion just my emotion made, him made cut me out. cut out. But I was trying to say, I need my money back. Like, oh, I set it off. I need my money from all that time I spent. I'm gonna need my money from all the. I'm gonna need my gas money. I need dollars. Dollars, dollars is what I need. Because I can't get that time. Hey, back. Hey. I can't get that time back. But I can get. I need my gas money back. You know. Right, like I know you got that stimulus check. You can go and give me my gas money. Did right. I speak coming to you know where you was? I can't. Well, I come to your house, so I came to your work and chill with you. You know, having conversations till two or three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I just don't you know? know what it is and why can't now, women just? 
understand that some men are good for you. You don't have to look for that thug. You don't have to look for that that rough neck. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You know, I've never been a yeah, rough neck looking. Yeah, I had to get out of there too. James, you was my, in the rough neck stage. No, I had to tell. It was. It wasn't that. It wasn't the rough neck stage. It was more of the. I had been. Oh, I been uh out of that stage because i don't like i want somebody gay <laughs> i mm. want you i want somebody like to me i think because everybody kind of when i when my friends they be like oh you like them yeah i like them i know who they are i don't need this this masculinity i don't like you i call wonder i don't yeah i don't need somebody wondering i don't need somebody um um how should i say it I don't need the the alpha male or the the. I don't need all that. I need somebody just as colorful as I am. You know, what we do in the bedroom is our business, but just outside of that, I don't care who you. I don't care who you are. I mean, you know, I don't care how you express yourself. You know, it's 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 about the connection to me. But I have been out that stage. I don't even deal with trades and stuff like that. Cause see. I have to get on to my game in for a second. See, some of y'all, y'all have the game messed up. Y'all sit here and let these trades come in your house, bang you out, spend money, all this kind of stuff, and you sit up here on Facebook crying that you're single. <laughs> Every dog on day. But you let trade come in, bang you out, you spend money, but then you're on Facebook crying about you lonely. No, ma'am. Leave them trades alone, boo. Bring them in for that for that that session and let them go. Cause the more you do that, the more you enable them to keep doing it to everybody else instead of them picking a side. See, we go into, we're not gonna get into that pick a side conversation. That's that's a later day. But mm-hmm. trades, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop enabling them to keep coming in to your dough because they're gonna keep doing it. If you allow them to keep coming in your dough, they're gonna keep coming in your dough. The people knocking at your door, though. I said, the people are gonna be knocking at your door. The trade's gonna be knocking at your door. Ain't gonna be no husband knocking at your door. Can't turn the trade into a husband. So stop. It's like you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Mm-mm. You can't. You know, but they out here trying to. They out here trying. That's they got, what's up. They gotta come out of there. The hoe can't. The hoe can't. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife with a hoe. Yourself into a housewife. I have a question. I have a question for Amy. Oh Jesus, what's your question? If my question is. Why do women feel the need to save? Like, like, why do y'all have that urge to want to save a dude? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I take like the like the insecure situation, like the, insecure, like the Lawrence and and Issa situation. Like, he was wasn't doing shit. Or you had those roughnecks that they they ain't got nothing going on for their life. But and you always want to try. There's women that always want to try to change them and think or think that they, they can change them. Like, why do, do you have, I know you, you, I don't know if you've experienced something like that, but like. You know what that like, is? It's, it's the, the age old cliche, falling in love with potential mm-hmm. or seeing the potential that someone has. Cause like, have you, so brought us to that. Have you, did you watch season four of Insecure? Cause you know, they better be on season five. Did you see season yes. four? Yes. So yes. you saw the conversation that him and Issa had when they laid everything bare. Like when they were at the table and they had that real like deep heart to heart and they had to get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Potential. 
Yeah. And you know, it gets tricky because it's a gray mm-hmm. area. Because you see people who have potential and then just need that person to whisper that little bit of encouragement in their ear. And it makes them kind of flourish in who they are supposed to be. And you always hear these stories of she was with me when I had nothing. She held me down. She did this emotionally for me. She did whatever. And you see, you know, the guy comes back and he he basically just gives the girl whatever she wants. Like everything her heart desires and more. But then you have the ones who you see potential in and they have a plan. They tell you what they're going to do, but then they don't act on it. So now here you are, four to five years down the road, sprinkle some children in there because it's going to happen. And you're stuck in a situation not knowing where you're going because you don't waste the potential on somebody who ain't moved. It's a yep. gray area. Mm. For me, I probably mm. have had a situation in... I'm not even going to say potential. I, I really, really hadn't had a situation where I stayed with someone for potential. But it was more so of me seeing something that, seeing a person for who they weren't. Like painting that picture of, okay, they're one way, but maybe I stay a little bit longer. I put my influence in. I show the type of person I am. Then maybe they can be swayed and persuaded to being the person that I really I'm seeing like maybe that fictional character can become you know mm, a real I person. I see what you mean. So it, it's a gray area because you again because you have so many people being like y'all should you know want to be with a dude if he just working or if he's still living his mom say it, it's stipulations to all of that because yeah we all fall down and have hard times yeah we have setbacks where we got to start over because I had to start over but it depends on if you really if you're really if you really are trying to pull yourself up by the bootstraps, like if you're not just being complacent with just, Mm -hmm. Oh, I had four or five things go wrong Mm -hmm. and I just won't sit here. Cause you know, and still kind of just sit in what goes wrong. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Like, I guess that's the only reason I have questions. Cause I seen, I see stuff like that so much. And like on social media about how women will stay with a dude so long thinking that, whatever they're going to do is they're going to change whatever behavior they have or change their eth- their ethic and towards certain things and they don't change and yet they stuck with them and wasted all this time instead of just, you know, moving on with somebody else who is going to actually do what they're supposed to do. It's all wrapped into like, it's all wrapped into, this is what I've learned too. It's all wrapped into mental and how you love yourself and what you allow and how you're going to accept certain things glory because nine times out of ten if you're accepting certain things from somebody it's a situation from a past situation that you haven't healed from Mm -hmm. (laughs) so now it's like you're bringing you and 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 you got to be careful of the moments when you think you've healed from something because you sat in it for so long but it's like you're sitting in it Mm -hmm. but you haven't dealt with it oh sitting and dealing with it is a different thing (laughs) yeah because mm. you, you can't come to grips that maybe Jim did me wrong because I allowed Jim to do me wrong. And then Mark right. came after him and Mark did me wrong because I allowed Mark to do me wrong. It's like you ignore red flags because you, A, don't want to be alone. B, you searching for... I had a problem where I would compare other people to other people. So if I had a past relationship... So let's say, for instance, me and James is in a relationship and James dogged me out. 
James did me wrong. James was doing X, Y, and Z. And there's a lot of red flags that I seen in him. But the side of him that made me like him or love him, you know, I focused on that. So then I finally let go. We finally had whatever moment happened with us. We done. But I'm still kind of, of course, healing from it. I'm hurting from it. Still trying to figure out why James did me so wrong, knowing that I'm the type of woman that I could give you anything. Like, if you if you're down to your last dollar, if I got it, you got it. Um, if you need this, instead of you stressing, I can help you, you know, release some of this stress. You know, knowing the type of person that you are. So then let's say you come along. I see a quality in you that is probably 25% better than james you do something a little bit better than he didn't do i think i got a gold mine but in reality you just like him you just a different person mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah mm. so you gotta sit down and really ask yourself why why did i allow these situations to occur and happen and then when you get to that point you start dealing with people who like james was saying early people that's just knocking at your door for one thing you stop dealing with that type of stuff because people start, people say stuff in the beginning and you be like, nah, I'm not with it. Mm -hmm. I'm not even about to, I'm not even about to hold you. You can leave. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to even get to know you because it's a waste of time. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's potential is a gray area because you got people who really, who really out here doing it, who really, It'll you know, something. like. Yeah, you know yeah. who really like James said earlier, you know, realize that they're in a corporate enslavement and they want to get away from it. Oh, yeah, and, and, you I'm know, they got to set back. They got to fall back. You know, like they say, entrepreneurship is like I just just from us starting the podcast a couple years ago and then just trying to promote it and then us trying to get stuff together. It's a lot. So I can imagine how the people who say, OK, I'm going to quit this nine to five for this YouTube channel. You know, being an so influencer. Maybe, I need one more thing so I can start my gaming channel. I just need one more thing. You know, that type of like being an influencer, being a vlogger, like, you know, pushing stuff up. You ain't going to instantly get that six-figure check from the first go-round. Mm-mm. Nope. So it's like people are going to need encouragers around to help them when they go through the motions before they hit that jackpot goal. But you ain't got to You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's still up to you because, I mean, it just depends. But, like... Yeah. I think really we got our eyes on the prize. Like I said earlier, like if it's a guy who's genuinely into that type of potential stuff and he has a plan and he's moving and when he gets that mark, the girl behind beside him going to get everything. So yeah. I think we'd be thinking that too. Like I'm going to be the one who changed him. I can have that trophy. I'm going to be the one who changed him. He changed me. He... And then, I you know. I was just about to ask that like are the are women addicted to, addicted to that, that recognition that once he makes yeah, it like, you hear oh, stuff, well, yeah. cause you hear I, stuff like yeah. behind everyone every great man is a great woman yeah. you hear me you hear stuff like in the bible you hear you know Eve coming from Adam's rib like you know that type of stuff you yeah. hear that and you see like okay well, I, and you hear, I, I stood by my man for all them years and now he buying me Birkins and Bentleys and I'm living in this million dollar home first of all you ain't finna get now Birkin or Bentley I'm getting a Tesla you know what I'm saying? Like you, you hear that? Or, or my ring is so big that the rock is half my my knuckle. You know what I'm saying? Like why, that type why, stuff. No, why? Why would I buy your ring that big? You don't need no ring that dog gonna be. You just, you just see stuff and you want it. You just see stuff and you want it. Now you know you good with this and that's the thing, and that's that's the thing as well. Like you you see, it's it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's looking at social media and how they mm -hmm. make exactly. love 
look these days. Those, like those YouTube couples, and you just want to be something like that. Yeah, don't realize, mm -hmm. you know, some of them are some of them are together, and some of them are business partners. Let's just be honest. Speaking of that, did you watch? Did y'all watch the Wendy Williams movie on Lifetime? Wait, you no. had a movie on Lifetime? Yes, yeah, and then she has a documentary after that. So let's no, talk about Wendy. I saw a couple of her clips just because the documentary came out. Her uh, clips, just YouTube random old clips from the 90s when she had her birthday bashes and all that started popping up. And I was looking at them. I was like, damn, Wendy. You, in a, do you, you, know? always, you was always in a room full of men. So I'm like, God damn. But, but do you know she knew her husband was unfaithful for decades? Oh, yeah. And because of the fact that they were business partners are because he had got so wrapped up in her business like being her manager and had so many ties to stuff mm -hmm. she couldn't move how she wanted to move yeah so that's that type of stuff that's you got to be worried that too of, of people let me and let me be clear let, why are you on that subject <clears throat> oh he cleared his throat <clears throat> speaking of business partners ladies i understand that you just want that heterosexual man. But understand, there are marriages out here that are somewhat subconsciously arranged. So, i.e., I don't want to bring his name up, but i.e., Andrew Gillum. Lord bless his soul. He said he's bisexual. But trust and believe his wife knew. Wait, and, what? And, and his wife always knew and i'm just making a point to where like in our community we know when a bisexual man knows and when the wife knows and let's just say he was well known at family so what about so, so, so you, you brought so him was, so what about terry mcmillan husband how you feel about that oh she knew too because i think that was the first instance that what happens is, it's the same way it's like we know but when the world knows Oh my God, he was cheating. He's gay. No, but you knew all along, sweetheart. So don't get it twisted, ladies. When these, uh, when y'all sit up here and y'all talk about, y'all sit up and y'all down these. Uh, uh, when someone in a relationship comes out as bi or whatever the case may be, the wife knows, the girlfriend knows, because ain't that what y'all's y'all y'all tell? Gay people that they gave before they even know. So you know. You knew. And and quiet as it's kept, the wife knew the whole time that the issue was is that everybody else wasn't supposed to know. He was supposed to stay clean. He was supposed mm -hmm. to keep a, he was he can do whatever he wanted to do, but he couldn't get caught. And that was the thing. People do a lot of things to save face in this country. Mm -hmm. Here's the word. A lot of, in, in, in a lot of countries, a lot, I mean, a lot of families are arranged business partners. I'm sorry. If you can't be yourself, why? You know, exactly. I'm, a lot of the, a lot of this stuff is so arranged. This is so many situations. And, and to be honest, we in the gay community are gonna always know it's arranged. That's why we call it out very quickly because it's it's a it's a normal occurrence. We know there are so many straight men are married. We so we know there's so many uh, women. I mean, so many men 
a marriage is quote unquote straight women, but they have arrangements, trust and believe. She go out and get her stuff knocked up too, because he can go and dip his into another man and she go out and do whatever she want to do. That stuff is arranged behind closed doors. Don't be fooled by what you see on social media. Just saying. Facts are facts. No printer. I just was wondering. I just we want to know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. Just and I, we had a conversation later about that situation, but I just want to let y'all know. Don't get it twisted about people saying they don't know and all this kind of stuff. They 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 know. So how he <laughs> how do you think they know? Is it the behavior or is it just no? But it's 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 a conversation that is always brought up in the in the in the relationship. It's like let's just say for example, you got with a dude, you fell in love with him. He he done he done checked off all the boxes, and then all of a sudden you uncovered two of them ain't true. And you sit here, you trying to, you in your mind trying to sit here and say, so if these two boxes, should I give up all of these boxes for these two boxes being unchecked? Be told that's, that's why point. a lot of marriages are still married. married Thank you. Know, you. People mm-hmm. still married now. Because people, because... people make their money and mm-hmm. they're addicted. Like, okay, well, if I lose you, because I, I, I might as well let you do your dirt. And I do my dirt, and that way our family is still supported. I still get my my kids still taken care of. You, you know, you, you know, like like Jane said, they knew. They knew the fact that they addicted to what the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And they that arrangement they got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. And see, when you you know in an arrangement like that, the number one rule is don't get caught. The number one rule is don't let everybody in your business. You know, you do your stuff on the side. You do it in secret. And you come home, and that's all. And, that, and I'm I'm being honest, but can we can we can we really go back and just say that was always the rule when grandma and grandpa? Yeah. You know because these you know, situations are not yeah. new. Yeah, true. Because you know, grandpa had a whole another family on the side of the no, right. side of town. You ain't thought about so he pays. Yeah, that's true. Um, Hey, they wasn't my family, but you know, I've known some people who trying to figure out why this stranger looks just like their sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. It's, 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 well, more often, it's more often than you think. Mm-hmm. So we just gotta understand. We got trust me, don't be don't be fooled. Don't let social media and the pit the pictures that you see on social media fool you. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, like Mr. Har- Miss Harvey and uh and uh Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, y'all see the Facebook, y'all, y'all clapping, but child, it could be a whole arrangement at it could be a whole range behind closed doors on that. That's what people say. Know. Like they say they feel like it's a PR stunt because he's he's been very private about his life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know though. It could have been they I don't know. We don't know. Like again, when you say I don't you know social you media know, like no. I know. But, you know, it could be a situation where they are liking on each other and just decided mm-hmm. to go out and let people know. But like you said, who know. So did you just see that Tiny and T.I.'s show is on halt because of these allegations that were made by this person? Allegations? So, I, like I sex didn't trafficking. Get, I didn't necessarily get into 
that I didn't even I don't even really know what's going on to be honest. So apparently, whoever they are cheating again. No, it has to do with some girl that they were cool with or something. Some she goes by the Glam House University. Or something, something going on. So it was she, Shikana. I know it wasn't her. No, it was Shikana. Uh, it was somebody else. And she came out and started saying that, see, I had at gunpoint and some, some, some else. And Tana was like, well, how he hold you at gunpoint when he was just around your son and you had one him to teach your son something? And, you know, it was a whole big mess. Mm-hmm. So then supposedly the girl started coming out talk about, like, allegations and other people came out and was saying, you know, I guess... T.I. and Tiny must like to have threesomes and was saying, you know, people were put in uncomfortable situations and this happened, this, 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 and that, and other. But supposedly the girl who came out pointing all the fingers that they used to be cool with has had restraining orders put on her by other people because she was stalking them. Um, she just crazy as hell then. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, of course, they cost him the show. So it kind of just ties into how the whole thing with Nick Cannon and him is like people's personal lives or people's statements are affecting their job. And you remember back in the day, mm-hmm. they didn't do it. Like back in the day. It's just cancel culture. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. You stop people from eating off of some he say, she say. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. No, I understand, you know, if somebody said certain comments that you don't find that you don't agree with or whatever, and you want them to apologize, but it, I understand that now I understand that. And that's cool. Don't cancel their whole life. Cause like that's what happened with Nick Cannon. Like I said, he said some things that were true, but people don't like to hear that kind of stuff. So he had to apologize to keep his show and they put, they, they cut his stuff off. Now in a situation with like, you know, Trump and people like that who are, Doing no. things to to people or that rape allegations like that, then yes, you you stop them from that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. cancel them for that. But like, well, people who have said certain things and stuff like that, you can't fully prove or you don't fully agree with just because it's somebody's opinion. You shouldn't cancel them for that. I feel like it shouldn't be yeah, no let me cancel. Tell you why you can't culture. cancel nobody? Let me tell you how powerful, less powerful cancellation cancel culture is. Council culture is bullshit to me because you got a whole white man that was calling us niggas, niggers, and his sales went up because of the video, because he called us niggers. Mm. Country star that just came, you know, some some video came out, viral went viral, him calling us the N-word and calling black folks the N-word. But his sales went up because of the fact that he did. So tell me, council culture is bullshit to me. Oh, it, only, it, it is. Because when you think about one, when us surviving R. Kelly came out, people was listening to his, uh, was listening to his, what you call it? And his music, the sales on it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You cancel what you want to cancel. You want to cancel in your eyes. Mm-hmm. You can that's the thing with the social media trend. So, like, if social media says you're supposed to cancel this person, and let's just say you kind of about and everybody talking about, oh, we, we cancel, we do with him, and then they say, oh, I'm not done with him, then they start looking at you crazy. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's, you can't do, you have to follow, you have to be a follow line with a lot of stuff. 
or they look at you crazy, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to do. And I'm going to tell you crazy. one thing. If we're going to counsel anybody from the 80s and the 90s, you might as well counsel everybody. You might as well counsel your daddy, your grandfather. You might as well to all that. All of them, and one of them, both of them, every last one of them. Every one of them. Because trust all me, they done, done some, they done done some offensive things. Hashtag me in the Me Too or hashtag something else. They done done something to that effect. Trust. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Sorry. But it's crazy. I, I just feel like I don't know who started cancel culture, but if you just look at how all of us could basically be on cancel culture because some of the stuff we used to say when we used to be on Facebook back in the day, you know, you get the memories that pop up mm-hmm. and you just be so ashamed at yourself. So, like, so what cringe. was I thinking? So I start, I'm starting to delete them because I don't need the memories coming up. What? <laughs> Don't remind me of this. Like I went back the other day because I don't tweet. I just hold Twitter just for stuff, you know, that they don't show on Instagram, you know, aka church songs. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I went back and I got bored one day and I just started reading through all my tweets, like from 2000. Then I had Twitter from like 2009 and I stopped in 2014. It was just like, what was going on? And then I saw the emotions that I was dealing with when I was dealing with people. That I was dating and the stuff that you would tweet when you were so sad and then the stuff you would tweet you were so happy and you put like a thousand and eight eye heart emojis and like oh my god I love him and then, what were you on like what's wrong with you? Yeah, well, I say that now but my face was supposed to pop out with my ex and I, I just be I just like oh why why it's did I put so much effort, effort effort in you? What's wrong with you? You know I always say that I'll be. Like, you, you know what's bad that I do? Uh, speaking like memories and stuff, like I will put Alexis, my wife, in memories of like I had my ex, and it's bad that I'm so happy that I want her to be in my like I want her to brighten up old memories that I had that were bad. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> like I really oh. like I, she's like, uh, that wasn't me, baby. I'm like, that was your ex. I'm like, oh, shit, I did it again, didn't I? You sound like uh, somebody else on this sitcoms, like insecure, like, you didn't love with your ex. You all you doing is bringing them back. What's going on? I'm not a little bad. I'm really not. I'm really not. It's just the fact that a lot of like moments that I have with my wife, it makes me so happy. And I just like, man, I just, I, I can imagine being with you from, from the jump. Like from all my, like, that's, I just copy your face and just paste you all over my past if I want to, if I could. Shit. Good that you feel like you leveled up. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm ready to get to this spot. You I, will. Wow. My friend was like, go oh, ahead and try the Facebook dating thing. And I'm like, oh, I keep getting, I don't like it. Don't It don't suit me. I, I don't even want to click people. on it. She said, I don't even want to click on it. I keep getting old people. So I literally just. They either young or old. I don't ever get nobody my age. She say I keep getting old. <laughs> I really just, I started to click on it yesterday. But I'm just when saying, I say oh, old, old, I, old, old. He getting 50s. them players from the Himalayas, the ones that be driving them Cadillacs with the keys. What's up, little baby? Tell me how you feel. <laughs> I got my car keys all with me. I got a drink in the trunk for you right now. What you want? Oh, just sold out of there. Kicking their leg out there. I got them big reds for you down there. Hey, look, you get you a Delaware punch. Bring me one too. <laughs> no, I got them tiki's in there. Tiki. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got your shaft in there right now. 
Go on, get you one of them oatmeal fudge rounds out of there, too. Go ahead. <laughs> you don't need something to eat. Get your, get your little old Swiss roll out of there. Why would sound be... like? Why we sound like old creepy men? This this creepy creepy old man. I got a honey bun for you, baby. Not the honey. Go add some little butter on it there. Nothing some... butter. Go add some butter on it. Okay, let me ask y'all a question. Since you said put a little butter on the honey bun, what's y'all food? What's y'all weird food combo that y'all just y'all y'all just love to eat? Because um, I've heard some weird ones. Like, I've seen one on TikTok where a dude said, Go to this gas station and get you some hot nacho cheese and dip a Snickers in it, and it should be good. <laughs> yeah. Now, me personally, I like, you know, vanilla wafers and cheese. I'm pretty sure everybody in the South yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't ate that before, but I'm not going to knock it. I'm, I had when I used nah, to. When I was, when nah, I was I've had. Food. Uh, I've tried peanut butter and mayonnaise. Oh, Delicious. Peanut butter and Oreos are fire. I have got to try that. I, I want to try that. Peanut butter and Oreos, Oreos. are fire. Yeah, I've had those. And man, mm. but like, yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. what? My child does it's crazy, and she enjoys it. You know, when you go to McDonald's, you get the Happy Meals, and they come with the apple slices. So sometimes she'll get the nuggets, and they'll give her like an extra barbecue sauce. She eats the apples with the barbecue. Like hmm. she's starting to, she has to have that now. Like even, if flavors. She, even if she goes and she gets like the hamburger, of course, you still get the apple slice, and she always still asks for barbecue sauce so she can dip her apples in the barbecue sauce. She might be on to something. She okay. tears it up. She, when I say she tears it up, she ain't like it's a delicacy. She gotta have it. Man, that sounds good. Shoot. No some, other oh, way. I got some barbecue sauce today. and some apples in there. I tried it. You gotta do. We gotta cut them up in the little slices, and she just be a dipping. Barbecue sauce be empty. It's just supposed to be that sweet and savory to give them. Must be. Yeah, that's. You know what I want to try? Cause I seen speaking of Michael B. Jordan, I seen he posted on his thing that he likes pizza and honey. Honey and pizza. Mm, so I pizza put, and ranch. Like, that's, that's not. That's not uncommon. Everybody did. That's become a staple now. Pizza and ranch. But, like what about what about pineapples on pizza? <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. I love it. I love. People say pineapples don't belong on pizza, but it does. It, it does. does. It does. I don't think I, I've tried. I haven't tried that. You got to get mm. you a whole go go little Caesar. Get you a little Hawaiian pizza. Hmm. Yeah. I get do you, like pineapples. But I don't know. And man, it's just man. It's with some ranch on it. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh God. Yes. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got me some ranch in there, and I'm ready for this little pocket pizza. <laughs> I was when I started when I was a ULM they started the whole cause I used to not like ranch I used to like especially on salads I used to love Italian dressing and then I get to ULM and the only thing that would be right sometimes when they jacked up the cafeteria food it would be just the pizza so you would see mm-hmm. people go get pizza and they go get the little salad bowl and like just fill it with ranch and we just be over there dipping pizza in ranch and when I tried it it was life changing it was life change. I can't. I can't untry it now. Mm-hmm. I used to do the vinaigrette on everything. Well, I still do. Vinaigrette Vine- used to give me like the uh, strawberry and raspberry vinaigrette on stuff. I started eating it. Well, because I just had a t- taste for something vinegarish, so I started, and then I started putting some of it on my chips and stuff. Just you know, I started. You know when I go to Subway, food. I uh. No matter what type of sandwich I get, I always mix these together and it'd be perfect. I always get mayonnaise, 
honey mustard, and the sweet onion sauce. No, that's me. Right there, that sweet onion. Oh. And you mix oh, all them man. together on oh, no matter what sandwich oh, no you get. Them fire. Now, what I done did recently when uh come from TikTok, I done went to Chick-fil-A, asked for the nuggets, asked for all their sauces, like the Buffalo Ranch, chili Chick-fil-A sauce, and the Polynesian, and some fries, and I got a salad bowl, put all that together, mixed it up. Hmm. Fire. See, somebody put that on uh, Instagram, they had got it off TikTok, uh, TikTok. and I didn't finish what. <laughs> I didn't finish watching it. I was trying. I was like, "Oh, they're gonna mix it no. together." But you know, what's fire. They sriracha sauce. I ain't tried the sriracha. Oh sauce. yeah. And, and Chick Fil A uh, served a sauce in stores now, so you go pick up. Oh, yeah. look, Alexis was called like right before Alexis came home from work today, and I made chicken tender. She said, "I I tried to find the sauce, but it's all sold out. They sold mm-hmm. out the food there, man." Yeah, they, they sell them at the place. They sell them at there too. Um. You can actually, like, when you do your little order, mobile order, you can actually add it to bag. Bet. You should never told me that. Bet. Mm-hmm. It's on there. Show my mind. I was like, I'm going to do that one day. Just buy a large. Let's talk about them, though. They came in a clutch with the uh, quarantine because they came up with an idea to where you can get family meals and you can mm-hmm. get, like, oh, you know, yeah. like, that, that came in clutch. They I feel like every food clutch. restaurant came pretty much came in clutch. Like I didn't know now that you can go order from Logan's and you can say you want raw steak and they can just give you a, the steak with the seasoning and mm-hmm. take it home and cook you a whole meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't tried it yet, but I want to. Man, I'm not a steak uh, cooker. I just let other people cook my steak. Yeah, we was talking about that before we started recording. And I was like, man, give me a give me a medium real steak, medium steak right now. Ooh. Oh yeah, mm. can they real? They ate out sauces and they like two dollars and fifty cents. Bit. Say no more. They got honey get, mustard barbecue, garden herb branch, fil sauce, and Polynesian sauce. I have another question. What's up? How long are we going to be recording, y'all? Because we've been recording for about two hours now. You ain't supposed to say that on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so we're going to wrap this up? We real. We re- no, we real. We real niggas. We, we, we speak that shit. So if we're going to say how long we recording, we're going to say it on camera so y'all can see. Well, not camera. We're going to say it where y'all can hear it so y'all know what y'all getting. Um, well, this is a great, you know, first episode back. If we can wrap it up, you know, we just we just jumping back into things. Basically. I just want to make sure that we don't make it too long to where they're not going to want to listen because it's too long. I mean, shit, we just talk. Them niggas going to listen. You wanna, know what I'm saying? I want to, I miss y'all. I want to hug y'all. Air hug. Air hug. It's not warm enough. Just Miss Roman <laughs> coming in and messing up everything, man. We right. Even... Man, look, I didn't buy, t- I bought tickets to the Millennium Tour concert, right? What? Bro, you know, you know, the they point got and it got postponed like four times. They ain't trying to get nobody their money back. They just like, well, you know, it's been postponed. Um, because it's supposed to be like April sixteenth. It's been po- money. It's been postponed. But we'll say you win and you can still keep your tickets. I'm like, nah, nigga, f mm-hmm. that. It's been four times. Gonna slide me that two hundred. Cause they I was said, going go ahead, in- hold on to that ticket till we ready for you. Yeah, I'm like, going on. Cause I I bought one for me, one of my best friends. Cause. We were trying to go to the one Shreveport, but of course I had moved. So we didn't make it. And of course it was sold out. So I said, next go around, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get the tickets. And I did. Got good seats. I know the, the place ain't too far from me and everything. 
saying. Corona come by and say, no. Not just today, kidding. sister. <laughs> so then they say, okay, we're going to postpone it to like July. Then they came back and was like, we're going to postpone it to like this time. They came back and was like, all right, we're going to postpone it to like April 2021. I was like, all right, cool. Maybe we all right. Then they just sent an email the other day. It was like, we're going to postpone it. We don't know when it's going to happen, but hold on to your ticket. <laughs> by the time they do the next the Millennium Tour, they're going to be next Millennium by that time. Yeah, I was getting ready to get me a Jill Scott ticket. Half of from Philly. Yep, I was getting ready because I was gonna go to I was gonna go to Dallas or Houston to go see Jilly from Philly. And as soon as I got ready to have the money, Arona, and she canceled, and she canceled her, but she canceled her tour before Arona hit, before Arona before quarantine hit Louisiana. Let's say like that. See the Before thing, I was like, at first, when they first postponed it, I was like, okay, but maybe it come a time, you know, when it's a date and I might not have that coin. So, you know, I, I'm saved. I got tickets. So then in the, the, the next postponed, I was like, all right, you know, okay. Then it's like, now, all right, cool. Give me my money back. And, you know, whenever y'all get it together. You gotta let me go with you. I mean, like, come on. Whenever y'all look, get look, it together. Look, Omarion said no. Bowel said no. His You're not getting un- shit. Give me my coin, okay? They Give told to you me. no. You're going to watch his face off to a live and in person. Give it to me. Like now. No. This is not JG Wentworth. It's not they your They couldn't money. do an outside concert because it's crazy. The place that they're supposed to have it at, it's like a theater. It's called the Horizon Theater. And it's in the same area as the racetrack. So it's a very large, like, parking lot but it's just kind of pushed back like Verizon it's kind of like the theater is pushed back and it has like it's own little area but mm. the parking lot is still huge because they do fireworks and all this stuff over there like 4th of July you can go ahead like one time we was rolling through there coming from uh, Arlington because it's in Grand Prairie and they had a concert going out there but everybody was in their cars because it was like where are all these cars and it was like a car concert Let's start doing that like people doing now. I ain't got to get out of my car. That's fine. The question is, though, I want to know how much they charged, uh, how much Kevin Hart charged some people to come sit in his house for that, that comedy show. You think he charged them? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I would like to think he did, but, mm. you know, ain't no way you just let these folks in your house for free and then serve them some brick oven pizza. Right. No, I ain't gonna be sitting on your. I, I mean, I know you're great now, but I'm not gonna come pay. I don't know. Sitting on, I don't. Because hmm. mm-hmm. you gotta think about lie. it. It was, it was a limited number of people, so could have hit you with a hot ticket. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was about, about about 30, 40 people in there. All like... separated out and you know masked up. You know, my thing is, you got enough money to have a, have your own little comedy club in your own house. Man, you already know he baking. That's true. Right, yeah, but so since we back in the swing of things, it's Fridays back to our, being our 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 day. I forgot what we doing every other Friday or every Friday. Every other Friday. It was every other oh, Friday. Friday. Okay, let us get back on the schedule. Back schedule. on the swing of things. So the next, let me see. So yeah, the nineteenth. We should be back. Should be back. Hopefully, everybody had their taxes by then. <laughs> I ain't five months. I got a five months. I had to five the most last night. I was not waiting. 
Steve walked in and he said, Hey, what's up, Shaq? Like, how did you know I'm here? Like, come on now. So. Uh, I'm leaving. I'm don't leave. Don't leave. I'm just saying. I gotta go. Don't leave. I gotta go on that note, man. I gotta go. Y'all are crazy. All right, I gotta go eat. We all gotta go eat. That's a shame. Gotta go I gotta eat, eat yeah. again. I gotta go eat again. Well, you know, it was been real. All these listeners out here. <laughs> oh, wait. Pop. Stop. Because there's no collusion. <laughs> no collusion. Maybe. I'm trying to no have collusion. a serious moment. He just popped out with that one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. So, it's listeners out there. You know, we back in effect. You gonna come back. Uh, Yeah, that's, I ain't got really nothing else to say. My mixtape dropping soon, you know. You better really. not drop no dog on mixtape. Not really. I'm not dropping that. I'm not. I don't. But I mean, I feel real official now, right now. So I might need you to send me some beats or something. You know, I might have to bust a rhyme or two. Right. I mean, we we make it happen. We'll download Fruity Loops. <laughs> might have to. You know, I'm on the mic. Try to get okay, high. I'm on the mic too. Fourteen likes. Bar. Okay. All right, y'all have a nice night. Don't eat too much. They had bad nightmares. That's what they say. I don't know okay. if that's true or not. It's a girl that literally eats, eats chocolate before she goes to bed and then she sleepwalks on TikTok. And that's what she shows on her TikTok and her sleepwalking. See, what see, the fudge? I'm glad I'm just not on TikTok. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, man, that's, that's the, one of the best apps you can have on your phone right now. I'm the pay. foolishness is real on that app. <laughs> Well, y'all have a great Friday night. I got a break in the morning. Mm. I don't. No one cares. <laughs> Dukes is everybody. Catch me on the social media page near you. Mm. Right. All right. Well, y'all have a lovely night. It's been real. That ain't what I said. Because we ain't say it. We ain't say it. We never said it. Dukes.